Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your chivalrous game master, Tom, and this is episode 11, A Whimsical Violent Farce. In our last adventure, the heroes met a new ally, the druid Sildren. Together, they tracked down an undead shadow working dark magic beneath a theater. They battled the undead fiends until Jix, the goblin alchemist, sacrificed himself. Grabbing hold of the Shadow Fiend, Jix dove through a teleporter, taking himself and the enemy to a faraway, unknown destination. We're joined this episode with special guest star Brad Fortier. Brad is a veteran improv actor who has performed and instructed throughout the world and has foolishly decided to join us tonight. How will the heroes handle the loss of Jix, and what new tangled mess of trouble will they find in the town of Tavernry? The adventure begins. It has been a week since the battle at the Grand Legacy Theater. A week since your friend Jix disappeared through a portal to God knows where. A week since Killian sacrificed himself. A week of drinking and loss. The heroes find themselves in Peg's Tavern in the middle of the afternoon. On a small stage, a bard endlessly plays sad songs on his lute, which does little to help the mood. Several balconies on the second floor of the tavern overlook the bar and tables below. There, on the upper level, our heroes are gathered around a table. Xanner rests his hands and head on the balcony railing. I, I still can't believe Jix is gone. He was there one moment and the next, just gone. <sighs> Jix knew what he was doing. He jumped into that teleporter and took that shadow creature with him. He's gone, but he made the right call. He's out there. That teleporter had to go somewhere. That teleporter goes anywhere within a thousand miles. He could be in a frozen waste of Jarvain or cooking under the sun of the Iron Lance or even dropped a thousand miles out to sea. He's alive, I know it. And one day he'll make his way back to us. That little bastard doesn't get to die until I tell him to. Iggy drinks heavily from his tankard and wipes his mustache. Xanner looks back at the sad faces on the group. So what are we gonna do? I mean, I, I know we've lost our friends, but now what? Idrisil, are you just going to stare out the window all day? Iggy, come on. You normally get us all riled up. Are you just going to drink until the money runs out? Leave me alone and let me drink. I've lost another friend. We all did. Well, maybe not Sildren. He's new to the group. That's not the point. Adventuring isn't easy. There's danger. There's risk. There's zombie-creating shadow fiends who control theater trips to do his evil bidding. But we can't just sit around all day doing whatever this is. We're defenders of Edlin Home! The Shrill Gnome is right. While I have not known you long, I do know that you are all strong in both body and spirit. The Kingdom of Navarre needs heroes like you. The world of Varen needs you. Well said, Elf. Half-Elf. <sighs> Enough of that. With my bow, your vicious raven, Xanar's deadly fire. Yeah! and Iggy's endless well of grumpiness. We can do anything. Yeah! Iggy pushes his tankard away and sits up in his chair. All right, all right. Enough with the fluffy speeches. I'm here, I'm with ya. We've got plenty of fight left in us. The day is young and this town has more than its share of trouble. Let's go be heroes before Xander pops out an eyeball yelling so much. Yeah! Where do we find trouble? 
Idrisil looks down from the balcony across the tavern below at the thick oak post with messages nailed to it. Then a stranger entering the tavern catches his eye. An older man, well-muscled with clean armor and a sword hanging straight from his belt, strides across Peg's tavern and walks confidently up to the bar. While Idrisil can't hear the old warrior through the din of the tavern, he watches him with interest. The man knocks crisply on the top of the bar with his knuckles. Good day, barkeep. Uh, I wish to lodge a formal complaint with this establishment's owner. Peg, the proprietor of Peg's Tavern, turns around with a scowl. Who the hell do you... Wait, Brenrose? As I live and breathe, it's you! The warrior smiles and the two old friends shake hands. Why, it's been ages, old friend. <laughs> it certainly has. I was traveling past Tavernry and, well, heard about a one-legged bartender with an eye for adventure and knew it was my friend, Norgen. Well, they call me Peg here, on account of the leg. Peg knocks loudly on his wooden leg. Xanner joins Idrisil at the railing above, watching the conversation below. It's good to see you. What brings you to this part of the world? The usual? I seek to slay my enemies, defend those who cannot defend themselves, and spread righteousness throughout the land. Here, I'll put a little on the bar. <laughs> yep, that's, uh, that's the usual, right? Here, uh, have a drink on the house. I thank you, Peg, but I do not drink while on duty. On duty? Still? Renrose, look at me. I gave up that old adventuring life long ago. I've got my own place. A quiet life without almost getting killed every day by orcs and dragons. No offense, friend, but still traipsing around Varenne with a sword at your hip at your age? Don't you think you're getting a wee bit over the hill? Suddenly, Brenrose tosses a coin into the air, grabs the tankard of veil, downs it in one huge gulp, shatters the tankard against the bar, tosses the handle at Peg, pins the fallen coin from the air onto the bar with his knife, and smiles at his friend. No, I do not, good sir. Not one bit. My apologies about the cup. <laughs> now that's the Brenrose I remember. Oh, yes. I have many more days of putting rogues in their place and slaying terrible beasts. That's actually what brings me to Tavernry, to your tavern, to be more specific. Why am I not surprised that Sir Brenrose Aldermain didn't just accidentally stumble into my tavern? Well, to be clear, I've heard this town is filled with ill-mannered citizenry. That's one way to put it. I'm taking a break from traveling to help the people of Tavernry. See, I, uh, I ran into miscreants on the road outside of town and feel these... People could use a man of integrity and honor, that's me, and one who is not shy with his sword. You against the world. That makes for an epic tale, my friend, but things are different here. You don't have your knight order to back you up, and my adventuring days are over. You stick your nose where it doesn't belong in tabernary, and you'll get jumped from all sides and knifed in the back before your body's tossed in the lake. Hmm, well, that does present certain tactical limitations now, doesn't it? Well, there has to be someone worthy to help bring order to this town. Uh, what of the mayor? Only cares about coin. Well, captain of the guard? She's checked out. Poorly funded. Kind of broken spirit. Uh, any of the town guards? Bought by thieves and merchants. The clergy? Useless. That doesn't leave me with many options. Uh, I will stand alone if I have to. 
Is there no one else of good heart in this town? No one who will stand up for what is right and just? Peg looks up above to the balcony where Idrisil quickly turns away like he wasn't staring. The ranger tries to act all cool, crosses his legs, and ends up knocking over Sildren's bow. <laughs> Sildren bends over to pick up his bow, bangs his head on the table, and spills Iggy's drink into the dwarf's lap. Xander uh. continues leaning over the balcony railing, looking straight down with a big smile and waves. Hi, down there! When you get a chance, can you bring up some, uh, some milk and like a dozen cookies? Peg looks at his old friend and nods up at the adventurers. Brenros frowns back. Mm, no, 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 not them. You, you, you've got to be joking. Why not? Well, they're not heroes. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> they might be both. Look, they just cleared out some infested theater, saving a neighborhood in need. They've got the skills and the heart. They're like we were back in the day. Hey, did you hear me about the cookies? Actually, you know what? Let's hold off on the milk. Sometimes it makes me turn my tum-tum icky. We were never like that. Peg smiles and slides a plate loaded with cookies across the bar. Brenro sighs, straightens up, picks up the plate of cookies. God help me. Oh, yay! <laughs> Brenros, you are going upstairs, I assume, with this plate as though you are a server <laughs> to this table up above. Hello, kiddies. I've brought some cookies for you. Just cookies? No ale? I downed the ale. Hmm. I'll take one. Please help yourself. Thank you. Here, I'll put it here on your table. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, well, uh, Peg has told me that uh, you have uh, some interest in helping make the world a better place, shall we say? Yes. We are the defenders of Edlin Home! Hmm. Okay. We Good. We're heroes! <laughs> Good. That's great. Uh, so what exactly, how, how would you define your heroism? Ooh. <laughs> Watch this! <laughs> Look, well, hold on. Let me stand back. Wait. Hold on. Xander holds out it's his hand. It's not that impressive. <laughs> Uh, it, in his hand, it, it is uh, aura all around him glows bright orange, and a fireball appears just straight up in front. Nice, nice. And, and watch this! Mm-hmm. And he then opens his other hand, turns green, and starts lifting rocks. Just little pebbles all around, just kind of floating them around. Handy. Yeah! <laughs> watch this! He does both hands up like this, starts turning bright white, and starts filling the air with snowflakes. Mm, a frost. Chilled beverages, I like it. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, what about you? Shing! Oh, oh, watch this! <laughs> glows purple and starts going, no, 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 with his fingers in the air. No, 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 no. I can detect magic! No, 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 no. I can't do anything like that one. Um, Iggy walks up to your sword and nicks himself <laughs> with it. Mm -hmm. Just cuts open his thumb and bra draws out his huge battle axe, and you see your face in it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate that. And oh, hold on. I trim a little bit of my whiskers because they seem a little bit off. Very handy. It's good to know that there's another warrior amongst the group. Mm. And uh, thank you, wizard. I, oh, I'm oh, assuming oh, I can do glitter. Great. Watch this. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's calm. Let's calm for a second. Uh, other talents. 
Uh, Idrisil is just quiet and somber. He just walks over to the cookies and picks one up and just puts it in his mouth and walks back to the window. As badass as one can eat a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) He walks back to the window and just folds his arm. Nice. You have attitude. Great. Mm -mm. Varying degrees of talents and abilities with the bow and sword, and why do I feel like I'm defending myself all yeah, of a sudden? Well, I'm, yes, just, I'm, I'm merely trying to get to know you, because the, apparently you're the only game in town in terms of helping things out. What do you need help with? Well, a lot, frankly. You so, look like it. Yes, well, let's not talk about my past right now, once I've drank more. Either way, uh, let's see. So. On my way into town, I happened to bump into uh, a few sketchy-looking men who were guiding two uh, two women to the city, and it seemed as if these women were a little bit more timid and unknowing of these gentlemen, and frankly, they had the mark of scum, in my opinion. The women? The men. And the women? Well, the women were definitely on their way there. We'll, we'll just say that. So I decided that I would sit down with them and share their fire, and they got more tense. And it became clear to me that these men were in possession of these women, and these women were not really there of their free will. And so I had an altercation with the men, and let's just say I trimmed a little bit off the top on both of them, and their bodies are outside of town. The women are now free, but there are implications that this town is in the center of some sort of slaving ring. This is Tavernry. Yeah, oh yes. This is the home of the broken slaver. Well, that might explain a lot then, because I have this that I took off of one of their bodies. See this fancy filigreed um, festooned invitation on fine parchment with gold leaf. That's an invitation to his party. And it was also, as I plucked it off of the bodies of one of the men, accompanied by a letter written by the broken slaver. Would you like me to read it? Oh, yes, please. Good, I love... Xander grabs another cookie. <laughs> I love reading. Me too. Well, would you like, would you like to read it? Oh, no, I'll let you take care of it. Well, here's what it says. You have been trusted with this delivery. I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about the women. And it will open up a lot of business for me in Tabernry. Succeed and you will join the operation in Tabernry. Fail me and you will be sold to a Thavian meat market. And those aren't fun. Trust me. Uh, take these two slaves to Anchil, a well-to-do fur and fineries merchant in Tabernry, which I passed on the way here, by the way. Uh, he is holding a three-day birthday celebration soon. Join the festivities, present his new slaves, and monitor their conduct. We need dedicated servers fitting such a wealthy owner and attending to his celebration, not morose slaves. The two slaves you travel with have been trained as servants and have been disciplined to obey. Show and chill these benefits. Attached is an invitation to the party, which I have presented to all of you. And 
let's see, it says Anchiel is expecting a representative from his new broken friend. That was air quotes, if you were wondering. And uh, <laughs> that representative <laughs> is you. I'm I'm assuming it was the dead person that I plucked this off. Uh, either way, I'm going into the weeds. Uh, I love this story. <laughs> along with the two new slaves to help with the party. Do not negotiate or take payment from him. And Chill already has a relationship with our representative in Tabernary. He will pay him and will handle all future dealings through our operation in town. He does have a contract for these slaves in his possession. Get his signature for his new property once he is pleased, and then join our operation in Tabernary for further orders. Signed, Broken Slaver. <clears throat> Nothing says quality role-playing, like 30 minutes of reading. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's more. There's a backside. Oh, you fine. Yes. <laughs> Let me describe their costumes. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. You have a letter and an invitation from the broken slaver to a certain party something. Yes. And you she- saying that you need to go there to stop them from doing this, and you need our help to do so. Uh, I'm hoping that's what's implied. Yes, that's what I'm implying. Because no one else is here to help me other than my sword. Quick question then, if everyone doesn't mind. Who are you? I am Brenros. I started with that. Um, (laughs) Does he... (laughs) Does Brenros... Is he wearing armor? Does he appear to be a knight at first glance? Give him a a good description of you. He sits Uh, down comfortably next to you, and what does he look like? Well, I mean, my full title is Sir Brenros Aldermain, and uh, you see here, I was, uh, as a member of my knightly order, I bear the half plate with uh, with this sigil. I have my steel shield and this um, well-crafted fine long sword, um, my trusty dagger, and of course, my manners and my learning and my code of knightliness. Well, that checks out. <laughs> Good. Where are you from? Where are you a knight of? Uh, I'm a knight. The Order of the Vigilant. Of the Order of the Vigilant. Does everybody know what vigilant means? Just checking? Just of course, checking. of course. Good. All eyes head towards Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, I mean, uh, other questions. When is this party? Where are the ladies? What, do you have a plan? Well, so here's the thing. I I rescued a mother and daughter who had been trained over the last few months to be servant slaves. And I I had rescued them outside of Tabernary when the slaver made camp about a day away. Uh, They're now free and gone. I I told them to go back to where they had been taken from and I gave them some coins so that they would be able to make that happen. Um, And so I plucked these as I was searching the slaver I had killed. I found the letter and the invitation. So here's the thing, the party runs for three nights, starting tonight. Dun, dun, dun. And, and personally, I'm interested in finding out about this slavery operation in Tabernary and uh, let's say throwing a wrench in whatever plans they have. And how, how do you want to do that? Do you have a plan? We have an invitation. Who wants to dress as a woman? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, actually, all eyes turn to Iggy again. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Indersil, but 
it's, I, it's why do they have to be women because they're expecting the delivery of women and I have these two fine dresses for whoever wants to wear them. Ooh! <laughs> one's, I like purple. One's the size of a small girl. <laughs> By the way. I'm gonna... I'm gonna go try this on. Not for any particular reason. It just looks like my size. I'm not saying I have to wear it. Well, I think it compliments your eyes. <laughs> it compliments my eyes. I like this guy. Be right back. Okay. So why the other going? the other dress is far too tall for me. So uh I think we can have it hemmed. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not busty enough. <laughs> well, I think we should uh, each of you should try it on and whoever it fits best will win. What about you wearing it? I'm already wearing a dress under this. <laughs> so why do we need three women? Because I'm posing as the slaver. I think Sildren would make a fine slaver. I think you two need to sort it out. <laughs> uh, Roll you for it. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty woman montage of dressing. This is going to happen right here. Intersil reluctantly grabs the dress out of your hands and tufts away, joining Xanner in the next room. <laughs> The most resistant ones are always the ones that like it the best. <laughs> you see a little shake in his rump as he walks away. <laughs> there are three of you still left at the table, and in particular, mm. I need Sir Brenrose to make a perception roll. Perception at the top left of your sheet. 18. 18, it's a good first roll. Mm -hmm. You can hear a barely perceptible sound of a jingling bell close proximity behind you. And mm. then you hear another jingle and then another jingle, and a jingle, and it's getting louder and closer and closer. Are there you, reindeer? You turn around to see if it's reindeer, and indeed it is not. You see a small figure right behind you with a crazy weird little hat with jingle bells on it, and he immediately says to you, Hey, hey, it's Jesto, the silly jester, here to put a smile on your face and make you laugh till you puke. Hey, I got a joke for you, friend. And he points at the knight right in the chest. Why, why don't they hmm. play cards in the jungle, friend? Why don't they play cards in the jungle? Because they disintegrate from the heat. No, I'm telling the jokes because oh, it's sorry. too many cheetahs. Too many cheetahs. Hey. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, what do sea monsters so? eat? What do sea monsters eat? I'll give you one copper if you fuck off right now. <laughs> Fish and ships. Fish and ships. Oh, come on, that kills in Mir Scott, man. All these sea monster jokes these days are cracking me up. That's, cracking with a K. That's how my father died. Oh, um, uh, what, what did the pregnant uh, noble woman get told by, uh, by, by her uh, doctor? I don't know. Uh, uh, at your cervix, milady. At your cervix. What, what's the cervix? Uh... He taps Sir Brenrose on the chest. Man, if this guy hangs around to the evening show, it's going to be a tough night. A tough night. Another K joke. I like that was good. I appreciated that one. He's a copper. Uh, oh, and he holds out his head. Uh, yeah, uh, his hat. Uh, yeah, uh, copper, copper all around. Hey, let's see some coins. Are you leave? Uh, just one more joke then. No, one more. No, no it's my best one. It's my A material, pal. Go away. Go bring us some ale and uh, we'll let you tell it. Hey guys, look, it fits. 
I look really You nice. are pushed to the ground by <laughs> Jesto the Silly Jester. My last joke is this one. You're going to love it. I suffer from kleptomania, but uh, when it gets really bad, I just take something for it. I take something for my kleptomania. I get it. That, that was good. I've been Jesto the Silly Jester. It's Jesto. <laughs> and he waits for more coins in his hat. Nope. <laughs> Nothing? I'll give him another copper. Uh, he takes it and kind of glares at the rest of you and walks away. I offered you one and you didn't take me up on it. He does the fingers and the eyes watching <laughs> you. And he walks, he walks away with a with a menacing jingle. Xander, <laughs> you look like a pretty little princess. Thank, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was a compliment. Yeah. Just so is always the funniest. Thump, uh, thump, 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 thump. I love this dress. <laughs> oh my god! Look at these curves. Look at this I'm, perfect place for my I'm sword. A, wow! My dagger. My I can put good, my bow here. Look at that! I can put a bow in my hand. Oh if I my! Want to. Where, where? Goodness me! Does anyone have a cleaner mirror I can look at? I do right here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I just go up and I lick his uh, breastplate. Oh, yes, yes. Someone's got to pull me away. Goodness me. We thought he was insufferable before. (laughs) I'm only just learning. It gets worse. Okay, so what's the rest of the mission? I'm. You're sitting down for a tactical (laughs) briefing in this crowded tavern where everyone's now looking at you guys. Yeah, legs spread wide. (laughs) (laughs) Please close your legs. Your breath smells. All right. Um, Let's see. Well, I I reached for another cookie. So I'd love to find the, the slave leader. Everybody stop looking, all right? <laughs> Just pay attention to your drinks. You've never seen people wearing dresses and armor. Anyway, sorry, back to us. Uh, let's see. So I, I would like to find the slave leader here in Tabernary and uh, put an end to his existence. That would be a, a good start. And uh, failing that, I'd also uh, wouldn't mind finding some well, finding yourselves, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah, when's the performance? I mean, the, the plan. When do we execute the plan? Well, I don't, I don't know much beyond that. Well, I mean, we'd have to go there and check out the party scene and uh, kind of improvise from there. <laughs> can I, can I just ask um, what the goal is? You, obviously, you have no problem with killing people you consider to be bad. That's fine. We've done it a couple times ourselves, Edersil. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I, I feel like if we went in with a end goal in mind, that would be easier for the, what we're doing. The end goal is to break the slaver ring. Murder bad guys. Yes. Take down the broken slaver. Exactly. He says in his most possible serious voice. <laughs> <laughs> with a bow in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> While braiding. <laughs> Yes, yes to the beautiful man in the dress over there. Okay. Is is that, I mean, there's more questions behind this. I feel like there's more questions. I just, we don't come from Tabernary, and I don't understand how their economy works, but I have to imagine that if there's a large business operating here, terrible business, Hmm. terrible business of slavers. However, there is an economy that flows around the different businesses that happen. So We live in a society, after all. It's it's right, (laughs) right. 
Who else are we harming if we take out this business? Do we know that he knows he's bad? Is that a thing? Is this something we should be asking about? Should we talk to somebody in the courts, maybe? The broken I, slaver is just too big to fail? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to say also, that. what about the slaves? I mean, don't they have rights? Or do you think they're yeah. happy? It's a really this. constructed business model, if you think about it. Have you awesome. ever been a slave? haven't well maybe you kind, kind of were. well get ready because <laughs> <laughs> you just signed up <laughs> that's what the dress is really yes. for. <laughs> you're going to play the role of a slave tonight okay or tomorrow night whichever it feels right to free people it feels right to give them a choice and, and to let them be who they want to be exactly but i feel like we should do that with everyone including the one who is the slaver Maybe they would change their minds if they understand that they were doing something bad. Are you trying to say retrain them for a different job? I'm just saying I've seen a lot of death in the past two weeks and I'm not really getting comfortable with it. There could be other ways. If we're going to be defenders, we have to be defenders for everyone. Have you ever tried to negotiate with a slaver? <laughs> I, I, I haven't. They're not big fans of talking. They like to put you in manacles, beat you until you submit, and then make you do things that you would really not want to do otherwise. And there are some beyond redemption. No one's ever written a story called the, the really nice slaver that came to my neighborhood or the slaver that mama loved. <laughs> that has got to be the episode name, yeah. I think. The slaver, the that, slaver mama that mama loved. I'll make a note. <laughs> Those are all very valid points. And I, I don't disagree with any of them at all. I just think that there might be a way that we can save more than a couple of lives. We don't always have to kill. We have very nice weapons. But if we kill- Don't look at me like that. I know you love your axe. I'm just saying it doesn't always have but to be- all the people that we've met since we've been together, how many of them could you have talked out of doing what they were gonna do? Vargalos, your little friend, you think we could have talked him out of being a scumbag? He was not my friend. I he know. Was, he was a terrible gnome. I know, but you think we could have talked him out of being, out of him being a, a, a real piece of shit? Sog. The only reason Toga didn't kill us is because he thought, well, thought I was a god, but that's beside the point, isn't it? Bad but, example. Uh, everyone else, except for the people who thought we were deities, pretty much wanted to kill us just wait, as bad as people we wanted to kill them. thought you were deities? Well, just one of us, just, yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, he's always got to play the see god him, They could see him now, though. <laughs> <laughs> really oh, redefine their religion. <laughs> God of transformation. Uh, <laughs> the ascension of the flesh. Yes. Queen of the runway. <laughs> you all make really, really good points, and it all completely makes sense. But... Well, here, I'll make a deal with you. Uh, before I strike him down, I'll let you try to talk sense into him. Santa reaches a hand out <laughs> to shake in his purple dress. Deal! Deal. <laughs> that wasn't so bad. See, you can negotiate with bullies. <laughs> okay. I'm a bully? I can't promise the huh. same thing. My code of honor binds me to destroy these evil curs. Your code of honor binds you to destroy. You want to repeat that? Order of the Vigilant? Yes. That's my code. 
The, my code demands that I destroy them. It's on his business card. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Do you like the color of the card? It's bone. <laughs> like real bones? It is. It's like a, well, you shave the bone really thin. Wow. And then you there's like a dipping process to prepare it for ink. It's really it's it's something that I had done. I see. I've been a guard for royalty for years and. Frankly, I'm excited about this little side business for right now because going back and being a god for diplomats is hella boring. <laughs> I mean, you go to all these fancy parties and you're Ooh. around all this amazing food well. and you talk to kings and queens and dukes and earls and <sighs> meet priestesses that are incredibly powerful and occasionally handle uh, like incredibly valuable items. Valuable. Yes. Sounds really bad. How do I sign up for that? Well, you'd have to become a knight. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you that's gonna- You'd make a good knight, Xander. Thank you, Iggy. I would make a good knight. Yeah! He strikes yeah. a pose in the dress. <laughs> Xander, order seems, of the vigilance. Seems more like an evening to me. <laughs> well, old man, when, uh, when do you want to head over to this party? Well, I, I, I think it would be prudent for us to do a little reconnoitering uh, and seeing who's going in and out. What? Re Rick and Morty? Yes, something like that. To basically go there and check it out before diving all the way in, shall we say. See where the exits are, see what the building's like, see what the security's like. Oh, I can do that! I'm very subtle! Where is this party taking place? It's taking, where's the invite? Who ended up with the invite? Right, sorry, Iggy wanted to read it. I don't have it. Pretty sure you said we lost I can the invite. Read <laughs> with it. I handed the you adventure it. ends. It's, we've only, I've only been here five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> been here five minutes. You've lost one of the essential things. We I should have never handed it over. It. Is it Jesto? It's Jesto! <laughs> Jesto stole the you invite. <laughs> Oh my God, we're all like, Where the hell is that? He's going to have a great party oh, tonight. Oh, is. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky fingers. <laughs> I'm a slave to comedy. Is that what you want? <laughs> Move along. Move along. <laughs> okay, let's see here. What is the what is the invitations? So the party commences the first three days following the week after the annual battle celebration. At the 10 more- Did you say battle celebration? Correct. What is that? It's an annual battle celebration. I don't really- Should we battle? Like a party, it's a party for fighting? Look, I, I don't come from Tabernary. I don't know the <laughs> stupid holidays. I just killed some slavers and I want to take care of the slaving ring. Why are you asking me? I'm new to this podcast, <laughs> you ask. <laughs> Go ask Peg. Peg probably knows. Oh, hey, Peg probably knows. Let's go talk to Peg. I'm a little thirsty anyways. Yes, I like Peg, and I know him far better than I know yourselves. So I let's go down. You guys head down. At least the two of you do, Iggy and uh, Sir Brenrose. Yep. Seldren's coming, yeah. All right, leaving the ladies upstairs. <laughs> and <laughs> you just still going back to the bathroom. <laughs> Put his clothes back on. The three of you are down at the bar, and Peg's there, and he says, Oh, looks like you uh, met some new friends, Brenrose. Uh, acquaintances, really, but uh, yes. Can we get three of your strongest ales, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets some drinks and slides them over. So, Peg, I, I was wondering if, uh, well, what is the battle celebration about in, in Tabernary? 
Uh, it's a celebration we uh, have uh, once a year. It's has something to do with the, the, this place used to be a fort and over time it became a larger town than a much larger town. And every year there's some sort of celebration of about some battle that was fought. And really it's just an excuse to launch fireworks and have people sing and dance. And it was uh, about a week ago, you missed it. It was fantastically fun. Everyone had a great time that night. Uh, yeah, we, yep. So, so you were here for it? We were. Oh, well then why did you ask me? We were a little busy. We didn't know what it was for. Oh, oh all right then. Fair, fair. I mean, you're not from Tabernary either, are you? You're not. Oh, well then, good. I've never okay. been here before. Uh, so, let's see. And and also, like, what do you know about the, the Tenmore house, Peg? I've heard the name. I think it's in the northwest part of town. That's where some of the uh, fancier places are. I think uh, it's by a merchant uh, or a merchant family owns it. Why are you asking about the, the Tenmore house? Well, I, so one of my tasks uh, that I've been sent is, is to basically represent my kingdom uh, at some sort of celebration that's going on there uh, to celebrate Anchiel of Tabernary. Oh yeah, that's the name. Hmm. So, so yeah, that's, I was just trying to figure out where I was so I can pay the respects from the king. I know uh, there's a place called Anchiel's uh, Fineries. It's uh, just off the plaza mm. uh, and it's, it's fancy stuff. I went in there when I uh, was looking for some replacement stuff for the bar, but it's way too fine. It's got, you know, like fancy dishes and cups and <clears throat> all sorts of stuff. Hmm. Okay. That's good to know. Is Anchiel like the owner? Yes, yeah. that's what I gather. That's what Anshel's finery is, right? Yeah. Mm. Perhaps we pay him a visit. Yeah, maybe we should sleep the night and check out the furry, the his his shop tomorrow. Wasn't the party tonight? Well, it goes for three nights. Ah. Tonight's the first night. And let's face it, like all the best people come fashionably late and they'll be here tomorrow night. Right. And we'd rather be with them Fair. than with the early birds. Of course. They're all lightweights. They have kids, they go home. They won't be there for the three days. They're just there for the first day. Mm. Yes. At least that's what I know from fine parties. <clears throat> I know way more about fine parties than the rest of us, so. Yeah, Sildred's just kind of agreeing, just. Yeah, you live out in the woods. Like, yeah, exactly. Whole, I, I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> right. Party. The word is unfamiliar to your <laughs> <Right>. tongue. <laughs> so meet back here. Hunting in, party, yeah. Meet, meet back here in the morning. <laughs> Brenrose. Sir Brenrose. Uh, yes, back here in the morning, and I'll, uh, for now, catch up with my good friend Peg here. Brenrose, I have my pretty purple dress off! Do you need this back? Yes, you give me the dress. Did you change outfits, Anna? Just, just no, took it off. It just took it off. Okay, all right. Yeah, all I've right. had a lot of cookies. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, uh, you hand over stuff as necessary, and you, uh, break for a bit. You're meeting up in the morning? Yeah, it sounds like it. Morning. All right, here back in the morning. Uh, what would you like to do? Anything in particular in the meantime? So we did have an issue last episode where there might have been some supposed loots. Also payment for a job done. Oh, yeah. Yes, and indeed. Payment for, for the theater uh, work. Gladly go back and get it from Bree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Uh, might even get a tip. You guys head back to your uh, rooms. Right. Yep, yes. 
You guys head back to your rooms and you decide to finally split up some of the treasure. And here's the treasure you got from the Grand Legacy Theater assignment. Uh, first of all, you got 50 gold, a huge amount of gold from the neighborhood that paid you to do that assignment. Um, and I guess it's better because now you don't have to split it with chicks. <laughs> oh God, that's brutal. And then <laughs> he, he would appreciate that. And then you get so that's you, twelve and a half each, I believe. And then you also get ten gold that you found in the theater manager's box. I'm assuming you didn't have any concerns about stealing it since he was nope. a zombified dude. That's two and a half. There were also a couple items that were there too. In fact, that you have identified in the meantime. One is a chest feather token. It is essentially a feather that looks like it's from some exotic bird that's maybe dipped in gold, uh, might have a small little uh, arcane symbol on it. It's a consumable item. You say the magic word one time, it's used and it's one time. And what it does is when you have this feather and you say the word, it uh, transforms into a small wooden chest and it can hold uh, some, a bunch of stuff in there. And then once you close the chest, the whole thing transforms back into a key, taking all the items with it. And you just are left with a key in your hand. And then you can say that same word to turn it in an imaginary lock and it will turn back into a chest. And then it will be forever just a chest there, a normal chest. So you get this one-time ability. All of our items still in it? Yep. Okay. One-time ability to put stuff in there. Good question. Lock Good it away question. and bring it back. <laughs> it's actually a cursed magic yeah. item, which, fa which we failed to mention. Yeah, it's a little different. Let me know if you have any questions about that one. Uh, and then the other item of interest that you have been able to identify as well is a bracelet of dashing that you have found. This is a meaty magical item uh, that... Once per day, it can be activated to give you a plus 10 speed boost for one minute. Ooh. And it gives you a permanent bonus to acrobatics of plus one forever, as long as you uh, have it on. <clears throat> so increase your speed so you can get some big sprinting action going on, and it increases your acrobatics. Hey, Iggy, what's your acrobatics at? Oh, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a seven. Yeah, yeah, it's better than my plus two. That sounds awesome. I don't, I don't want any part of that. I don't like going fast. I love going fast. What's your acrobatics at there, Idrisil? Plus nine. Plus nine, huh? Weird. <laughs> yeah. It's higher than plus two. It certainly is. If you make it a plus ten, it'd be very helpful. Just saying, as a healer, <clears throat> the. You know, it helps me to be different I, places. I, I, uh, I feel a, a roll coming on right now. <laughs> Is this a EverQuest loot roll that's about to happen? Oh, we do a roll plus acrobatics. Who's selecting need oh, versus greed? <laughs> All right, but I'm going to wear the bracelet in the meantime. <laughs> I want it. You guys both want it? Roll for it. Why not? I think all three of you want it. Xander wants Xander's it. Xander's Straight it roll or what? Yeah. Yeah. Straight roll. Straight, straight D20. I'm gonna use a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> natural one. You got a natural one? Yeah. I got a four. And Idrisil, what'd you roll? It was a three. Yeah! A four wins this. You see this old night hand come through the window and also roll a die. Uh -huh. Just kidding. Um, all right, Xander, really? it's yours. All right. I got the shiny bracelet. And what about so the- uh, what is, So what is it? Permanent plus one. The acrobatics. Uh -huh. Acrobatics. And then what else? Makes one times fast. a day you can do a plus- to your speed for a minute 
for a minute. Yeah. So basically for a battle. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. And then who's going to get the uh, feather token? He helps us. Quietly <laughs> hoping Xander dies this uh, episode. <laughs> oh. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm right here. Roll it's really harsh from the I guy. agree. There's, they're meanies. You guys are bullies. Your whole team of bullies. We just agree that it wouldn't be, it would be more helpful in one of our hands. Roll regardless. How, <laughs> how fast are you? What's your speed? My speed is a uh, 30. Yeah, 25. I'm a gnome. Yes. While they're doing this, I'm going to be writing in my journal in my room. <laughs> Dear Lancelot, <laughs> I've met a bunch of new adventurers. I'm a little worried. It's my bracelet, Xana! <laughs> Burdened by idiots. I have yes. begun a new I adventure. I can hear them the... arguing over things right now. Who has the, the chest feather? Uh, well, you handed it to me, so... But. They have chest feathers. <laughs> <laughs> what that is, I have no fucking clue. Uh, uh, single each. Idrisil, there's also something, yeah. one last thing of note. Oh. Uh, you notice that Iggy has been, quote unquote, and I'm doing quotes right now, studying a small, thin book he recovered from the Shadow Fiend in the bottom of the theater. You've been studying for about a week. Uh, so you finally take the book from him, r- turn it right side up. Iggy, and, what's this? And you see it is filled with a bunch of crazy Lovecraftian's madness scribbles in there and about destruction and kill and death and words just almost cut through the pages over and repetition and drawings of weird shadowy uh, figures and just really dark, nasty stuff. There is one page though, right at the end that is a little more coherent that reads, my work will fill the bottom of the tower and prevent those of goodness from delaying our work. And at the bottom of that page is the shape of a a star being pierced by a sword. Can I hear that one more time? Maybe. my work, I don't have it written down. Let me see if I can summarize it. <laughs> I was going to say, Russell is reading very fast, but he tried to write it just as yeah. fast. My work will fill the bottom of the tower to prevent those who are good from preventing our work. And then it has oh. a picture of star being pierced by a sword. Uh, Does that symbol mean anything to you? His eyes dart back and forth, reading it over and over again. He goes, well, this guy is clearly a lot smarter than Vargalos ever was. You'll be dead, stupids, versus prevent those who are good from preventing our work. Now, that is a double negative, if I'm not certain. Look at the picture. I don't know what the words say, but the picture, that was what was on the tower. Good eye eggs. That was on the tower when we were on the barge entering Tabernary. Looks like a funny star. And then I stabbed the slaver over and over. (laughs) He was so mean and he was mean to those women. And so for each dirty word, he said, I stabbed him once. Killian, remember that tower? Killian got all crazy about it and wanted to go back there. Well, I think this is a clear sign that that's where we need to go. We gotta help that old guy first. Right? 
We Which, certainly do, but it's... this means something. I don't think that crusty old tower is going anywhere. But um, probably want to get to it before it is filled with whatever this thing wants it to be filled by. Agreed. So there is something of a element of time. Well, whatever the... Whatever, uh... Shit, what was his name? Whatever Brenros wants to do can only take three days, so... Or approximately one episode. Yeah. (laughs) If we'll be going to this party tomorrow, kill the slaver, or negotiate with him as the case may be. Thank you! Making a slitting motion to the rest of the party. (laughs) (laughs) So it is now day two of the festival. We haven't slept. Tomorrow will be day two of the party. So we're just in our rooms still deciding what to do tonight. Um, Yeah. What time is it? Yeah, when is this starting? The party is starting in a couple hours. It's still just daytime, just wrapping up daytime right now. I should have kept the dress. Do we still have the apple cart? You do not no. have the apple cart. <laughs> the damn apple cart. How much money? That is a good question. How much yeah? money did uh did, did you make? all make off of those apples? I'll tell you. You want to know the honest truth? Yeah. Roll 3d20. Ooh. Yeah, 3d20. This one. Jesus Christ, 14. With 3D20? Uh, yep. Yep, yep. That was uh, not great. You made uh, 14 silver coins, which is nothing to shirk at when it comes to apples. And all of those were currently being held by Kel, the young boy who you threw into the portal. And he was vaporized. Uh, I did not throw him in the portal. <laughs> so that's the answer to your question. Okay. Hmm. How about if I rolled 60? Would that have still been the answer to my question? I would have changed the number, but yeah. Hmm. So what's your plan for tomorrow, or do you guys want to do anything tonight? Um, Xander wants to kind of check things out a little bit more. I remember, I remember uh, one time I was in Peg's place and there were all sorts of signs that were up. There, there were all sorts of different places to go and maybe, I don't think there'd be another invitation, but we might be able to get an idea a little bit more of where Tenmore is Maybe I can scope it out. What do you guys think? You want to go scout the party out? Yeah. Do we want to grab Brenros? Or just us? I'm now doing push-ups in my room. One, two, three, four, five. Those old sinewy muscles looking good. How about we just check it out? What could happen? A lot could happen. We don't look that different in our dresses as we do in our normal clothes. So if How we're seen, you. How dare you? Might be trouble. All right. We say it's so. 55. If it's 56. just like the evening time or not, like just touching evening, I feel like we should go to investigate something. We should go to the merchant, I think. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to look around. We could look around the shop. Yeah, like I think we need to get eyes in there, uh, uh, you know, case the joint, as they say. Is everyone still wearing your Meyer pin? I've never worn I one. I never got one. No, we're not going back to that place. I just want to think of things. 
Didn't we all get Meyer pins? I think so. They, yeah, they were all handed out. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so we went in that. That's one of Jix's final acts. Uh, yeah, do you, does your new character have one? Yes, he oh. was. He was. He he was even given. All right. One. Yeah. yeah. Um. Was that in the letters? I don't remember that. What the Meyer pin? Yeah. Uh, passed out. Killian gave the Meyer pin to Jix, and then Jix, when it started vibrating, handed the Meyer pins to everybody, including oh, yeah, Sylvan's yeah, house. Yeah. And yeah. It was spooky. The weird basement. See, I, I don't need notes. Yeah. Um, Xanner, you return, at least by yourself, if not other people joining you, you return back to Peg's Tavern and head to the uh, big message board that's got the big oak post. Yeah. You check for any messages. There's a bunch there that are ones you've already seen. You also see sitting by himself is an old knight eating Peg's famous food, which is the spicy oatmeal. Uh, mm. And you go over to the... Uh, uh, the the post and you see the messages that are right there. So some are the same and some are different on the screen behind you. Hmm. Creature under the north docks needs a slayer to take it down. Yeah, remember that one. High risk and high pay. 35 gold. Speak to Lorson at Red Whale Shipping and bring a big sword. I don't have a big sword. Nuts. <gasps> don't believe the lives from mere scon. You are your own voice, Tavernry. Be heard. The wolf will bite the hand that feeds it until the hand is the wolf's dinner. Gross. Remember, abide by the toadies out on the river and they will abide by the laws in the town. Boy, that's true. Help! Dangerous looking warrior needed. Must be fierce and take direction well. 12 gold pieces when done. One night's work. See Mackles at the open butcher shop. Mm. Open-minded and confidential healer wanted. Must interview. Ask for Braslin at the South Docks. Well, that seems nice. Oh, hi, friends. Oh, hello. Let me just uh, wipe some of this off of my mustache. Yeah, what uh, what brought you out of the, the inn to this little space? I get itchy. Sometimes if I sit in a room with a whole bunch of people all the time and we just sit around talking, I can't stop moving. And I got to walk back and forth and I water out of the room and I couldn't stay. So I came down here. I remembered seeing some of these and they seemed like there were some interesting adventures. Oh, yes. Uh, <coughs> there's always something interesting going on in most of these larger towns. Uh, usually I'm, I have an assignment and I just walk right through on that. And... Have you never done anything like this where you just show up and answer a call for help? I mean, you obviously help those ladies that ask for help. Well, yes, because that's part of my code, is to defend uh, the weak and the defenseless. What do you think of this one right here? Dangerous-looking warrior needed. That could be you. I, yes. Well, I, I mean, do I look dangerous to you? I think you look tall enough. Okay. Well, then maybe I fit that bill, but I think, shouldn't we, like, aren't we going to deal with the slaver? We're, we're going on a side quest all of a sudden? I didn't say we have to go on anything at all. I was just thinking, how interesting would it be if you were able to help two people in one night? I'm prioritizing. Let's just say <laughs> that. You're That's loading my, my quest log a little <laughs> too heavy. Part of my code is prioritize the work. <laughs> And uh, the slavering, that's that's a strategic move. That's like a very high value thing. Yeah. Whereas taking a note off of a board, is it's not very strategic. It's low value. What do you think about these wolves that bite hands? Well, I mean, most, that's almost any wolf you'll meet in the wild. 
They'll bite your hand, your leg, anything that's exposed, really. You're very wise. Well, I mean, if they're hungry. Sir Brenros, you hear a slight jingle sound from behind. Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> <gasps> and another jingle. I hope that's who I think it is. And another jingle. You're going to love this part. Maybe and I will. Right behind you, you hear, hey, hey, it's Justo, the silly jester, back for the evening show. Justo. Oh, look, I know yes, you. Hey, yes. it's great to see you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, my ex-wife used to hit me with stringed instruments. If only I had known about her history of violence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> violence. Did you get that? I, yeah. I did. It's a, you know, yes. the ceiling in my room isn't the best, but it's up there. Um, yes. <laughs> it's up there. Because it's over his head. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, I understand. He moves along to another table. <laughs> I, yes, okay. Oh, Sanders you. figured out how to deal with Santa loves it. Yes. So, uh, you, yes, I mean, where where are the rest of your companions? I mean, we we may as well just go check some things out. If you're that anxious to do things, let's just go do them. Hot dog! Xander runs out. Okay, you gather your friends, and the one, two, three, four, five of you meet outside Peg's Tavern, ready for war. You've got armor, weapons on, dresses, or are you going more social, trying to look and dress nice, maybe buy some better clothes? What's what's the plan? Yeah, actually, do we, I mean... So the plans are not for, the strong suit, but I'm just wondering. Right. And reconnoitering is not our strong suit oh, either God. as far no. as that's concerned. But let's talk this through for a moment. Um, so we have our two women companions here. Mm-hmm. Your They're slaves. Right? Yeah. Slaves. Um, you intend to be the slaver of these two, yes, I, I presume. Yes, will, I will pose as the scum. And what will uh, myself and... Um, I think no. I, I, I think it would. I think it would be appropriate <laughs> not that, been that, long. that you would be my henchman, and one of you would be assigned to discipline the women if they go out of line. How does that sound? I have a better idea. What's that? I, I like his that. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, better for our backsides, Xana. Maybe uh, we, if these slaves are to be trained as uh, performers of any task given by the master. Perhaps you have us put on a show for the people as a distraction while you and Iggy take care of the real threat. Was it as performers or servants that you were trained? Yeah, if they're a slave, I don't know what the difference would be. They've been trained as servants and have been disciplined to obey. That's all I know. I would say more servants being like serving plates and such more than performances. That's the best. I've been doing that my entire life. That's true. Or maybe use this pumice stone to grind the corn of my toe. I don't, I don't like that idea. Or service in other ways. (laughs) Or that. I have not done that my entire life. You're, I'm not going to ask. But you guys, I can carry four (laughs) things of ale at once. Would it make sense to... Can anyone do that, Xana? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your whole mouth. To reconnoiter the Anchil of Tabernary's location. At least the outside have a sense of the ins and outs, shall we mm. say. And perhaps the uh, house of ill repute that we will be going to? Yes, the Tenmore house. I mean, that's definitely the place I want to know how to get out of if we get in. Perhaps we spend this evening wondering about the town in certain locales that are relevant to us. 
As in? Do not give me that evil look, Xander. I just try to figure out how many circles you spoke in that sentence. <laughs> exactly two. 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 You just want to know how to get there. And to take a look around to see if there's any information we can glean tonight that will help us on the morrow. Well, I, I so I would imagine, like, if there's a slave ring centered in this town, it's likely they have agents in a number of places. These things aren't poorly organized. Slaves make a lot of money. Where there's a lot of money, there's a lot of planning and also a lot of guards. He's having the same conversation I had this afternoon. You see? Lots of people organized. Right. And most of them bad. Okay, I give you that. Yes, yes. Okay. But they, they may not appear bad on the surface. So let us go perhaps to these locales see what we can find and maybe shake up some um see if we can find any information about slaver rings Idris still can shake something up in that dress high five <laughs> he reluctantly gives him the high five just <laughs> at his waist at <laughs> <laughs> that low five is there a merchant shop that's still open where Idris could buy a cloak yep like maybe Anchil's fineries and furs let's go there and then we'll see Anchil at the... Potentially. I mean, if, if in fact, that he works his shop and after, doesn't have slaves. After our motley crew walks in and orders some cloaks, and then we see him tomorrow under different circumstances. circumstances. Mm -hmm. Perhaps someplace other than Anchil's would be the best idea. Do we go under the ruse now, or...? or um, or we could I, disguise I, ourselves. Anybody good at disguising? I think it's a dual purpose to go in and buy finer clothes, for sure, if we're going to a party tomorrow. Maybe we could even get better dresses. It just still goes to put the dress <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's motivation. All right. Here's Perko. <laughs> so you guys are heading to his store. Is that correct? Sounds mm -hmm. like it. You guys head towards the plaza in the middle of the town. That is on the map on the screen, Seth, if you can click that off. Uh, you head towards the store. And uh, it is still open. Just, just hit the X. Am I correct in saying we're in disguise? Yeah, we've taken like maybe ten minutes to change back into the dress and okay, whatnot. Sure. Um, so not armored, not weaponized. I have a dagger tucked in a secret nook on the old thigh. All right, mm. in the uh, garter. Only my dagger. The garter dagger. Yes. In your prison pouch. We tucked it in. It's called a bag of holding. I have my. The niche of secrets has come back. Plus two. Well, you can be. <laughs> yeah, I'll have my sword, but not my bow. Okay. With me. And Yafane is out and about. Like I mean, your bird is flying around. She's around. Okay, <laughs> she's stalking <laughs> us. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> a right. little more quietly than that. You guys are heading to the plaza. It's dark out. There are lanterns lit on the southeast side of the plaza. Is this store? And there, yep, right there. And uh, there, it's a nice-looking storefront outside. It's uh, you believe that there is some strange magical enhancement to the windows that looks a little like there's a little bit of blue, just at the right angle. 
So there's a little bit of protections here. There is a big uh, half-orc guy standing guard just inside who stops and turns and looks at you guys as you come in. Hello. <laughs> what? I didn't say Damn it, don't use my own characters against me. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> We're not even looking at each other. <laughs> And he looks at you guys, and uh, who has weapons? There was a sword. Yeah, with, I have a sword. With you. And My axe is strapping me back. All right, he stops the two of you and the knight. I have a shield on my back and wearing a sword at my side. Okay. He stops the three of you. Ladies, come on in. <laughs> Thank you. The three of you, though. And I rub his face. <laughs> no weapons allowed in the store. Why? No weapons allowed in the store. Why? Uh, pardon me, is is there a way I could at least check them while I shop? I don't know what that means. It means I, I place them in a safe place inside your shop that isn't my hands or my body. He looks around and opens up a wooden crate that has his lunch in it that might kind of fit <laughs> a bit of your sword if it's propped up against the edge. You can do some checking there. All right. This seems sketchy. Can we get a receipt? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a, well, it's it's a piece of paper with a... That's not important. You're not coming in with weapons. Well, I, I'm trying to bargain with you so that we don't have to. If we left our weapons here, would you keep them safe? Yes. Okay. I want to buy some a cloak, though, and how am I going to be able to figure out if my axe will be, be able to fit underneath it? I'm taking my axe in. He gets in front of you, holds out a hand. You're not stepping in. And he puts a hand to his sword uh, at his side. Now, 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 we don't have to turn this into a kerfuffle. Let's- uh, I don't know what that is. Well, you don't want to know. <laughs> Just trust me. I'm, I'm taking my sword belt off and my sword. As here. in you don't want to know. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to place it next to your lunch crate and, uh, I trust that you'll keep a good eye on it. And what about you, half-elf? <clears throat> Thank you. Um, but if I try my cloak on and I don't have my he sword... He pushes you out the door and <laughs> make a... What's your uh, fortitude, Iggy? Mine? Yeah. It's plus 10. Plus 10. He pushes you and uh, gets you halfway out the door with a shove, but not all the way out the door. You're not welcome here with your weapons. You're out. Come on in, sir. Welcome to Hanshiel's Furs and Fineries. Well, delightful. Thank you. He closes the door with a little jingle as the bell closes, which makes Sir Brenros nervously look behind him. <laughs> and the doors close. The two of you are outside like some Christmas special, trying to look inside, and you're not allowed in. I thought that freaky door. punster was following us. Uh, he, we maybe keep a low profile here. Mm. What do you want to do? Let's uh, let's have a look around. Okay. The three of you are inside are greeted not by this guy, but by a woman who's wearing a nice fine dress with a sash across it. She seems to glide across the floor with ease, does not wear any shoes. She is a an attractive uh, human salesperson. And she uh, slides, uh, slides on over and to you guys and says, well, hello. Welcome. Welcome to Angie's. I'll put my hands on either of their backs and I was like, 
I'd like to find something uh, that is is nice and compliments my companions. Yeah, when he touches her back, uh, Idrisol just puts his head down kind of instinctively, assuming the role, as it were. Well, what what interesting looking companions you have. Um, Of course, we'll find something for for whatever your needs are. I am bearing gifts, shall we say, to Anshiel on his birthday. (laughs) Xander tries to demure. Yeah, what was that? She, her customer service smile breaks a little bit, (laughs) and then she quickly brings it back up. Uh, Yes, I have a goblin section over back here, if that would be more suiting to you, and a lady section over here, and we have furs, we have uh, some footwear for you, whatever is your need. um, You know Antia? Oh, well, let's say that I'm here to do some business with him, uh, so that... He can celebrate his birthday properly. It is his birthday indeed. Uh, we are closing up shop soon, but I will certainly make accommodations for a friend of Angel and 10% off. Delightful. Idrisil gives the best damn curtsy you've ever seen in your life with a 19 roll. <laughs> and <laughs> she, <laughs> she shows you some nice clothes. There are some much prettier dresses. The cost, if you want to upgrade, is, what she say, 10% off? Mm-hmm. That would be uh, 1.8 gold, or what is that? 18 silver, if my math is right, yeah. Um, so that's, uh, her dress is 18 silver, and you now have a fine outfit, or you can find a, a gentleman's attire for a nice dinner party as well, Sir Brenrose. Or if you want extreme high fashion, we're talking James Bond tux type thing, uh, that will run you 50 gold. Five zero? Five zero. Jeez, that's a jump. 1.8 to 50. There's no, there's no mid high fashion. <laughs> no. Well, I don't have that much cash. Um, certainly have. <laughs> I'm only here for the night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have uh, I have a lot of silver, not a lot of gold. It's ten silver per gold. <laughs> and Xander uh, reaches over and hands you two gold. Okay. Bringing me to ten. <laughs> it just does the same, but from a place you might not want the gold. To come from. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I'll just put those in my pouch right away. Hmm. Let's see. Yes, something something fine, but not too fine. It's not like uh, this is... It, we're not looking for formal. We're looking for something that will be nice for a party. Of course. Your needs are my needs. Delightful. And she uh, gets some dresses out for the elf and for the uh, gnome and is going to make sure that they're all hemmed and then are fitting nice. <laughs> But that involves touching you and helping guide things into position. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I may, <laughs> if I may, the, 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 I'm, I'd also be interested in seeing if you have any rouge or shading for their eyes. Of course. And she provides you guys with enough makeup that it will count as a disguise kit for this next night. <laughs> And she gets you set up with nice. all sorts of colors and and <laughs> we can fall Mulan over. Here. Yeah, I think I think we have an autumn and we have a summer. <laughs> and uh, Idrisil, she is helping get the dress, and it starts looking better as she's working you into it. 
Uh, and I need you to make some sort of roll that I am really hesitant <laughs> to even decide <laughs> what it is. Yeah, make a deception roll, and the DC is going to be high. Okay, 15. Okay. She is getting this dress on nice, and then for a moment there around the midsection, she says, Oh, what is this? <laughs> Just so uh, kind of quaffs his knees and like shies away a little bit in shame. Just kind of play the character. Uh, I'm sorry. This is M Butterfly. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, the she looks frantically at her. At she Idrisol looks frantically. He's living it. Frantically looking to the night uh, for kind of distraction help here. I'm not sure what's going on. And she kind of stands up with needles in her mouth and looking confused. Let's just say Mr. Anshiel has some secret delight. Make a diplomacy <laughs> roll plus three. <laughs> mm -hmm. 16? 16. <laughs> She raises an eyebrow and says, very well, and kneels back down next to your junk and starts getting <laughs> things set up. <laughs> and after about 20, 30 minutes, uh, she has you guys in this nice outfits. Uh, she shows you how to do makeup uh, because <laughs> Xander's doing it as, uh, as weird, like throwing the air and trying to walk through it. And Idrisil's doing his freaking NFL war paint <laughs> under the eyes. No, that's not correct. That's, uh, so she shows you how she knows there's something really wrong, but it, it's it's the birthday. It's the birthday Their week. Their needs are her needs. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you guys did two outfits. So that's 3.6 gold, 36 silver. Plus. Ding, ding, ding. Mm, I cloaks. think. Plus. I genuinely wanted a cloak. You do want a cloak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you've earned it. A cloak. A <laughs> uh, cloak is just one silver. Cool. And then just uh, like a nice party outfit for me. Uh, okay, that'd be another one point, uh, one point eight. Excuse me, Master Knight. Our yes, friends Jenny. outside might be cold too. Well, we're almost through here. Uh, I'll finish and pay up and you two can go outside and find our companions. Is it possible that they also wouldn't want cloaks in case it's cold? Possibly, but uh, they would have to leave their weapons outside. We know the rules, right? <laughs> Although you two brought your weapons in, which are your good looks. <laughs> <laughs> the half-orc steps back down, alarmed for just a second. Sander blushes despite himself. Blush inside. She still gives that curtsy again. <laughs> so I believe by my math, that would be a minimum of uh, 51 silver. All right, here you are. She counts the 51. And uh, here's the gold as well. <clears throat> what gold? I think you had said three gold, or it's probably four something at it's, this point. It's 5.1 gold, 51 oh. silver. All right. All right. Minimum. 51 silver. There you are. Minimum. She takes it. <laughs> and here's two for you. She takes it. She takes it. Mm -hmm. The business transaction is done. You guys head outside and there are two people just laughing their asses off and watching all this through the windows the entire time. And that's Sildren and Iggy. Well, we were going to take a look around. 
Um, it's just a store. Nothing okay. unusual. Looked around, yep. we did. Not much. And you have these beautiful, beautiful, attractive young ladies now here. Where, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you two would like to go in, I would. Here, here's here's a couple of gold. If you wanted to go buy yourselves something a little bit nicer. He says insultingly. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you keep your gold, but uh, are you going to watch Blanche for me? Of course. And I put my axe in your hands. All right. And I will grab his axe. All right. I'll give well him the sword, sword and I will take the gold. Okay. I have no compunction over that. Is there, are there like any nearby tables or like a cafe or anything? Yeah, there's uh, some it's Starbucks. Uh, there's a little uh, fountain there and there's different carts and sellers and vendors that are um, set up there. There's even like an apple cart nearby there mm. and an could cart. I buy you ladies a drink? Uh, it just so uh, kind of whispers in and just just keep it up. Just keep it up. <laughs> That's what you'll be saying later. <laughs> the, the other two of you Headed to the store and you're buying some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. What do you want to buy? No full outfit. Uh, that'll be uh, two gold. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I'll do a full outfit and a and a cloak. All right, that's twenty one silver. Why is it twenty one silver for him? Two gold for me. Because he also bought a cloak. Yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah, gold. I'll take cloak. Twenty silver plus one. Yep. Bruh. All right, you guys are all hey, decked out. Bruh. <laughs> it is maybe. 8 p.m. and she uh, bids you all a fond farewell. All the weapons are returned to you and they are locking the place up once you guys leave. Um, you guys are out in the plaza. It's a, it's a, a little active. There's some couples walking around, uh, people enjoying the evening and uh, yeah. What do you want to do? Because it's 8 o'clock and you're all dolled up. We never really did like a perception roll while I was in there, but did we notice anything um, in Angel's uh, merchant store? Are you asking for a free perception roll? Kind of. <laughs> you, you noticed I'll nothing, one nothing you out of the ordinary. That's kind of the reason we went there. I forgot to say yep. anything while we were doing it. really caught up. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. <laughs> um, so, yeah, where do we... Want to go next? What do we want to do? Follow them, right? They I they thought, closed I up. Thought, uh, party time. The old man said uh, we don't go to a party on the first night, right? Well, well I mean, for the, the someone was getting a little twitchy, so I thought I'd up the schedule. Look at my dress. See, switch, switch. So switch. we're gonna go with the, the the breeding crowd, the moms and dads, like you said. Why not? I mean, okay. either that or we could just enjoy the night with these two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a very open night. Uh, hard pass. <laughs> hard pass? <laughs> he goes vigilant both ways. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's your axe back. Thank you. Your face is still on it, by the way. It is creepily still on there. Hmm. Well, you can enjoy that. <laughs> well, I will. <laughs> I'm afraid now. Oh, my God. I would say let's go to the party. I mean, we're here, we're dressed up, we're ready to go. Well, I go to the party. We're at we do. full hit points. Let's go yeah. back and get some weapons. Well, let's check in on some things. So, huh. Anchio is expecting me or a representative from the Broken Slaver to hand over his new property that he's holding contract for. That is you two. At what time? 
at any time. Okay. So it makes sense that we go in the first night. Mm-hmm. We get to recon while we're there. You guys come back to the party the second or third night and then murder ho everybody. Well, hold on. Let's... let's... Too late! Oh, wait, oh, wait, no. Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! So I don't know if you want us to leave you overnight. Shit! Let me just let me just take another twenty minutes to read this letter, <laughs> and uh, this time I'll read it uh, with different inflections. Um, so, d- just as a reminder, what what is expected both from the broken slave slaver and Anchio? Um, that basically, once I hand over the property, show Anchil these benefits. The benefits are that the servants, uh, they've been trained as servants and have been disciplined to obey. So what that makes me think of is there's going to be a moment where he takes you to a side thinking he's going to he be obeyed. uses your benefits, Xanner. Your benefits. Xander's obliviously happy and smiling. <laughs> I don't understand. I can carry four tankers of ale. How low will you go? I guess that's the question. How committed to the role are you? And will you kill the birthday boy on the first night of the party? <laughs> that's another question. <clears throat> Didn't sign up to kill anyone, but if I have to. Well, with your powers, can you do anything like control his mind or at least put him to sleep or something like that. Nothing like anything like that. No, that's that would be really neat. Do you have a hand job spell? (laughs) (laughs) Heightened to level two. (laughs) Two hands, that is. Well, that might be complimenting Anchio a little bit, but... uh, Well, I am a gnome. (laughs) Okay. Very small hands. That's even creepier. Um... Anyways, we're going down. Long, known, spindly fingers. <laughs> God. With unnecessarily large knuckles. Whatever we do. <laughs> we... Like a face huggers. Oh, oh God. God. I'm done. I'm done. It's all fist em up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weirdo. <laughs> your your hands are really. I've been really like this. You, you have man hands. They're little man hands, but they're man hands. Well, thank you. We should have gotten you a. a Manicure or something. Do you, do you even know what a manicure is? No, but he sounds nice. Yes, well, it's not a manticore, but uh, you call it a nomicure when it comes from. Uh, good point. Oh, those I have. Yes. Either way, that's there's an expectation. So when we enter, that's why I'm bringing this up. When we enter, there's going to be some role playing, shall we say, on your part, and you might be taken out of our sight. You need to worry about me. I am a very good actor. Okay. Aha! <laughs> Forsooth! And in the gnomey grave! What's your motivation? <laughs> I, I don't want to die. Okay, that's basic. I need more. I want to live! Okay, let's 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 put you in the scenario. All right. Sir Brenros, the acting coach. <laughs> Look, I, I've I have guarded on the court for like for like fifteen years, and, and trust me, there's courtly behavior that is really expected at these parties. I see. So uh, so imagine there's someone who has more positional power than you approaches you, thinks you're his property, and he says, "Hello." What do you say? Hello! That's a little obnoxious. 
Oh. Have you, like, <laughs> well, what do you? He only has one speed. <laughs> it goes okay. straight to obnoxious. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't seem obedient or demure. That's why I'm hesitant. Oh, I see. Okay, so so let's all right, let's try it again. Go. Uh, he approaches you and he's like, "Hello, my property." Oh, hello. Better. It's and now your turn. So let's just say the last time I was in a theater, I killed. <laughs> yes! Yes! All right, that works. That works for me. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's a, you get a hero point for that. He's leaving. What? Gain a hero point for that line. Everything. That is fantastic. That works for me. Let's just say you'll play the role of the mother and the mother-daughter thing. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, the mother-daughter, I didn't even think about that. And she was very specific about what he wants. He has a mother-daughter fantasy. Mommy. Baby. What? What? All right, so here, here's another scenario. Uh, You're in bed. I'm just going to mark this whole <laughs> section. Go proceed. We'll edit it out in the next 30 minutes for sure. Oh, my God. I'm You're scared. standing on the bed. You're at the edge of the bed, and he comes in and Don't says, drink water. Who's been bad? <laughs> now, what do you say? situation. She's the one standing on the bed. I'm only by the side of the bed, which means that we're probably not supposed to be standing on the bed because she's on top, which means she's probably jumping on the bed. And everyone knows you're not supposed to jump on the bed, so it'd have to be her. So I would say she is. Correct, but she's the mother and she probably has more permission. So what do you do? What if he comes in and he says, you've been bad standing on the bed. She needs to be punished and he hands you a belt. Hands the belt to me? Yes, he does. To punish her? Yes. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> the point. I'm so confused. You don't understand kink. Never mind. You do the talking. A good slave knows only speak when spoken to. Ta-da. Oh, I have so much to learn. Oh, you're going to learn a whole lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Due to Sir Brenros's education, each of you... Ladies uh, can gain a plus two to any kind of deception roll somewhere during the night. There will be some moment and that will be, oh, that's what he told me. This apply. And then you can say, I'm going to abuse this plus two. Okay. All right. Lovely. All right. Are you guys heading there? Is that the gist? Let's do it. All right. You guys what head we waiting on? northwest across the Plan? river and make your way towards, almost towards the uh, north gate on the northwest side of town. Um, question really quickly. Yeah. If Idrisil gives Iggy or Sildren his short sword, will one of them, will they become encumbered? No, Iggy, is, Iggy can hold like a Mack truck Would on his back. Mm -hmm. okay. We can still talk about like, you're encumbered. I'm gonna no, give you not. the short sword <laughs> for when well, things yeah. get spicy and sexy. Okay. Um, and I guess I will have gotten my bow as well. Okay. And everyone's armored up except for the ladies. Mm -hmm. And the knight is armored up? Or are you going in the nice clothes? Is there a way to put the clothes over my breastplate? No. Okay. I won't look like a slaver if I'm all armored up. But I also am taking a huge risk if we get into combat. 
So, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Right now. Right. It's kind of cold. Can we get inside, please? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the armor on, but I'm gonna try and like dirty it up a little bit and make it look a little bit more like. I'm conveying these people than okay. than just escorting these people. All right. If that makes sense. It will. You will also have to use some of the makeup to cover up and redesign the order of the vigilant symbol mm. to make it look like something else. Is it like imprinted on the yeah. armor? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a then star I'll... and sheet and sword sigil. Art with a sword through it. Yeah. I'd probably... Maybe that's risky, but interesting. Yeah, I, I'll definitely modify. Okay, because I, I it's going to be essential for this to succeed. All right, so Sir Brenros is loaded, loaded for war, but trying to dress a little as casual as he can on top of that, and then changing the emblem mm -hmm. like an etch a sketch. You can just <laughs> yeah. And do I like? Could I roll something so that I could make it look like an emblem that's more appropriate? Yes. But don't roll now. Roll when it comes up. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And you have your two guards who is who are Sildren. You are fully loaded up, but you don't have your bird with you. It's just still in a, She's a holding pattern. Yeah. Okay. On station, as we say mm -hmm. in the aviation world. And uh, Iggy, you are also yeah, loaded up. Yeah, loaded up. strapped to my back. <laughs> and uh, uh, Idrisil's short, short sword, sword is at my side. All right. And then I'm assuming, Xander, you just have twitchy hands ready to go at any Super time. Ready. Okay. And then Xander doesn't wear armor as it is. Yeah. So he just and then you still you're not armored, and then you have your secret coveted. I have the dagger. dagger. I don't have my bow right now. I'm trying to figure out a way to get the bow. There. Worst case scenario. Okay. I can toss. He's got his own. He got a bow to share. Yeah. I was gonna say Idrisil wants to have given him the Ocarin bow. Okay, you have a hold on to. better bow. Right, yeah, but one. it is not attuned Correct. to me. So do I gain any benefit from it? No. Other than it looks fancier? Just looks fancy. Okay. okay. And before we go in, maybe we should all establish our cover name. Too late! You got... No. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, a plan! I love it! I love this guy! <laughs> um, yeah. So I will be... Yathane. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Rex. You just hear a call from mm -hmm. above. Um, no, you, you, I'm the slave. You name me. You can, you can call us dirt and <laughs> dust. I don't care. No, I'm, I'm trying to think of sexy names to make you appeal. <laughs> you know, uh, how about chastity and, uh, Yes? Wink. <laughs> okay. Ding! Maybe stripper names. I don't know. I was about to say, uh, are we servants? Yeah. Uh, Celeste. Chastity and wings. <laughs> Chastity and lace. Chast there we go. Chastity, Chastity and, lace. and lace. Okay, I need to. That is a great CBS cop drama uh -huh. by the way, coming Chastity this fall. Chastity and lace. <laughs> 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 One's no lines. nonsense. Another's a mother trying uh, to make it as a cop. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a mother-daughter cop combo. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, this fall, Chastity and lace. Can they keep their honor and their clothes on? <laughs> call me, call me Duke. Duke. Got it. Chastity Lace, Duke. I'm Rexnall. Rexnall. Um. Sir Rexnall Aldrum. <laughs> 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 I'll be grilled. 
Grilled? Grilled. Not crispy, but grilled. <laughs> okay. Grill. How about grill? Grill is just grill. Fantastic. <laughs> Who the hell am I to judge names? I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. And wait, remind me of this name over here. Ig- oh, Duke. 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 Keeping it simple. Very G.I. Joe. All right. <laughs> this is Destro. Oh my God, maybe that should be my name. I'm Destro. Wait, dude. Never mind. All right. Is that, are you guys all set? Everything good? Duke. Duke, Grill, Brenrose, Chesty, and Lace. Not Brenrose. Not Brenrose, Rex. Oh my God, he's going to blow it all. He's going to blow it. Lace. I did have the name switched. I'm going to turn that around. Like lace. Xander's going to blow it. Xander's going to blow it. <laughs> oh, good old over there? I don't think so. <laughs> Hail heroes! Xander here. If you want to be a defender too, then visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards to be a part of the team that keeps us going on adventures. Watch me totally save the day with this spell. All right, you guys head towards this party. You find the location known as Tenmore House. It is a nice looking estate, if you will, for tavernry. It's not huge, uh, but it is a walled house and the walls, particularly by the gate, the gate is open, have um, a streamer type paper, colored paper outside denoting some sort of celebration. You see some wonderful lights that are just inside the gate and you can see the tops of carriages Uh, that are over the walls. There's several of them, about three or four of them. You can also hear some music coming from inside the estate as your entourage of of extremely armed, overly makeup clowns come in (laughs) (laughs) towards this place. We're here for entertainment. And you go through the gate. There are two guards outside. These do not have any heraldry on them. You guess them to be uh, rent-a-cop type guards. And they uh, stop you at the gate. One of them says, uh, do you have an invitation? You show him the invitation. He takes it and looks at it. Says, you've got five here. Invitations for three, sir. Well, I'm here with my henchmen to make sure that these lovely ladies gift birthday. Xander dips his head low. Get here safely and get in safe. I don't know about that. Go ahead and make a diplomacy roll, please. Or deception, your choice. Actually, no, we're going to do diplomacy. You're doing sweet. Sweet talking. Do diplomacy. Well, let me find the front of my character. There we go. It's 13. 13. Yeah, I've, I'm under orders. Only uh, the amount of guests. You got you got three. You and two others. That makes the most sense for me to take the ladies. Well, my dear man, we are um, 
in, we are attached to this particular fellow here, and I'm casting charm while doing this. You're casting charm on him. Uh huh. Oh, this has never been done. Mm-hmm. Never been tried. It is of utmost importance that we accompany him, um, and I'm sure your master would agree to these terms uh, under the circumstances of our gifts to him. All right. Uh, he has to make a will save. What is your spell DC? Good question. Um, I think we decided it was 19. A 19. He got a total of six. So that is a critical <laughs> failure. These are not the droids he is looking for. The target's <laughs> attitude becomes helpful towards you, and it cannot use hostile actions against you. Uh, I uh, clearly this is uh, cl- clearly you make you make perfect sense. Uh, yes, by all means. The other guard says, "Hey, no, the only three. The guy gets in front of him. Hey, they're all here for the birthday, and he said this is a special gift." And have you seen this man's eyes? I don't know. He's just, <laughs> he speaks to me. And yes, by all means, come in. And if anything happens, just, just, just tell him uh, Rowan let you, let you through. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Rowan. You've been a great help. Absolutely. How long is the duration that I'm going to feel this? One hour is the duration I'm going to feel. You got, you're on the clock. Uh-huh. He doesn't say. Um, and he. Oh, it's only before it wears off. Oh, yeah. You know. And he motions for you to come in. You step inside the courtyard. It's got a little um, circular uh, gravel area around a little topiary thing. There's a garden on the outsides. There are several carriages there. You see there are there is one more guard uh, at the door, and then there are two more guards outside of one of the carriages, and these guys look different significantly different you most of you know them particularly sir brenros you know them Mm. these are uh, men who are soldiers of the uh, kingdom of navarre you are in the kingdom Uh, they are official soldiers they normally uh, are from the main capital city of mirskan they support the navarran senate these are not rent-a-cops these are not town guards these are serious soldiers and there are several of them um, standing outside of a carriage, um, <laughs> making sure no one comes near it. Mm. You can see there are several glowing spheres of magic that are slightly moving around outside the door, adding some fun little ambiance, some pale pinks and a purple. And you can hear the music coming in louder and a little bit of laughter as well. The place is three stories tall. It's a little long of a house. Uh, three stories tall, and there is also a uh, shallow pool that almost runs the length of the uh, the left side as you approach. There's little lilies and stuff going in it. And yeah, anything you guys want to do on the outside. And you said, I know. You immediately recognize these guys. They are... Uh, you deal in diplomatic circles at times, particularly militaristic diplomatic mm-hmm. circles. Mm-hmm. And these guys are, uh, they're sometimes called to battle. Rarely, they're more so tr- troubleshooters on a serious level. A senator needs help in a situation or protection or will needs to be imposed or someone needs to be taken care of. But not that sounded too strong. Uh, but protection of towns and that, that's left to the town. But these are per- obviously personal security for a higher up. Yeah, it's like personal security slash FBI, whereas the town cops are your corrupt small town sheriffs type. But of they're advice. watching the 
carriage? Yep, standing outside the carriage. Would so, I would I know whether or not there are people who could be relied on if if I revealed to them this situation that's going on? You don't know your feelings with them are they are absolutely reliable if their goals in any way line up with yours, yes. Mm. If they have any kind of disagreement, they will just cut you down without hesitation. Okay. They're very, very loyal. Loyal to, to their master. Yes. That's is it like a real nice, like out of all the rest of the carriages, <clears throat> is, is it uh, the, like the nicest one? It is indeed. And again, I will let Sir uh, Brenros make a society roll, please. Certainly. You can use the arrow point. You have two. If you don't like your two as a roll. Yeah. I could I use a hero point? Yeah, absolutely. But then you have to take the second roll, no matter what comes up. Except that in, it in has to be in there. Yeah. <coughs> uh, that's a 17. Much better. 17. You see there is some special heraldry on this carriage, but you cannot make out what it is. Okay. You may have seen it before. Zildren is um, hmm. eyeing up like familiar. Sorry. Okay. Uh, eyeing up the floors, uh, exits, uh, kind of getting a lay of the the house, so okay. to speak, to figure out a where Yathane may be able to make her entrance from. All right. And um, b to figure out how we may get the hell out of here when things go south. Um, you know, predictably. All right, it's a, uh, it's a little warm and there are two windows that are open on the second floor. Okay. If that helps you at all. How many guards for the their carriage compared to the other ones? Uh, there are two outside this carriage. Okay. There are two rent-a-cops at the gate and there's one rent-a-cop outside the front door. Okay. Nobody else has their own specific guards? Correct. Okay. There are a cage, there are a, two of the carriages, other, other carriages have uh, just some uh, a teamster guy mm-hmm. just leaning on it, smoking that type of a deal. The Yathane is gonna kind of land and roost basically above the windows, the okay. uh, open windows. All right, done. You have control. Do you have control over your bird? She wouldn't be much use to me if I didn't. But I mean, you control her actions, or does she have free will? Yes. Friggin' <laughs> <laughs> half right? What is the guards' manner? Are they just talking to each other? Are they looking, noticing us? Why do you ask? Um, out of sheer curiosity. Oh. <laughs> uh, either so, which guards are you talking about? Uh, the ones in front of the main carriage that we are uh, kind of eyeing. Uh, they are very. We're not. I, I'm, I'm just like casual. Not eyeing them. Uh, they're not casual. They are watching you. They are sizing you up tactically. Shall we go in? Let's. He asks his slaves and henchmen. (laughs) 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 Let's join the party. You two stay close. I can only do that trick one time, and it has been done. You did a trick? The guard that suddenly was more amenable to us. Oh, I thought you two knew each other. No. (laughs) There was a trick involved. He's still waving at you from back of this <laughs> gate. Hey, 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 enjoy the party. Hey, hey, hey. I, I guess I didn't catch that. I should should have guessed. 
You head inside, you walk up the steps and the door is opened by a servant just on the inside as you approach. And uh, there is a, a woman there, a servant. She's got some uh, medieval fantasy slash French maid equivalent outfit of a servant, you know, weird little bun thing in the back and a bow and looking very proper. And she says, Welcome to Anshiel's birthday party. Please come in. And motions for you to enter with a weird uh, half-hearted curtsy. And you step on inside. It is a, a large foyer that opens up into an even larger uh, lounge. And there's fantastic furniture that looks exquisite. Uh, almost like furniture you don't even want to sit on because like, I don't know, like grandma would have to put the plastic wrap over to keep it clean <laughs> kind of a thing. Uh, but it's nice. There's paintings on the wall of a uh, gloriously dressed, uh, overweight woman, human, uh, who is looking a little stern in the picture, but has like this flowing romance novel dress behind her. On the other side of this foyer is a picture of a uh, hairless guy who's lanky and has a goofy smile and is looking like he's uh, he's drawn a little too rugged, like he's hunting with foxes and a bow stuff, but it, it does, doesn't fit him. It's almost like one of those beach drawers is trying to uh, over-exaggerate the little situation. And there's music playing in the larger uh, entrance area. Um, just beyond that is a, a, a lounge, and there's music playing by a string quartet that is happening. The carpeting alone uh, is fantastic. And you're wondering if you should take your shoes off or not, but that's not really the custom, but it's nice. And yeah, there is a gentleman who comes up. He looks just like the picture to your right of the hairless guy. And a hairless guy comes up to your group and in particular to Sir Brenrose. He comes up. Welcome friends, welcome to my party. Please, uh, I, I am Anshiel. I don't have the pleasure. Anshiel, I'm Rexnor, uh, sent here with some gift. <laughs> it just does have a curtsy. He looks at the two of you, <laughs> and I need the two of you to make a deception roll, please. I'm going to use the plus two with my right now. Right now. Okay. Probably not necessary to bring it to a 24. Okay. I'm going to use the hero point that you just gave me. What did you roll? Sorry. It was no, a three. Yeah. A lot of three. 27. Today. 27 was actually his roll. Well, that's a 19 total. A total 19. Yes. He says, well, aren't you two just wonderful? Sorry, you look just delightful. <clears throat> uh, gifts. Uh, yes. Well, where are my gifts? <laughs> Awkward silence. It just, just kind of <laughs> walks forward. Towards Let's just say they're a gift from a broken friend. A broken friend? Oh! 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 Ooh! I... I'm, I'm excited, yes! Um, Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! A woman comes charging in. Stop! Stop this right now! It's not time! And it's the lady on your left from that portrait. This a big is copyrighted! A big heavy set lady. There's no singing until I approve the singing! Oh, my apologies, my lady. 
The name is Kreesh, if you please. Yes, Lady, is it Lady Kreesh or just Kreesh? Kreesh. Kreesh it is, my apologies. You are? I am Rexnor. Chastity. I'm Lace. I didn't ask you. Sorry. Rex, now come in and make yourself comfortable. Just stand there, letting Thank the you. letting the warm air in. Thank you, ladies. Please, uh, Mr. Anshiel, if you would like, they're in your care now. Oh yes, yes, I have. I have something delightful in store. Please, I've heard much about you. Won't you come with me? Stay close. Remember your training, ladies. How is Kreesh reacting to that? Uh, she is rolling her eyes and watching the two of them. Um, I'll, I'll let your deception rolls carry on for now to her as well. And she's just watching, but she doesn't seem angry or anything like that. You can hear some conversation coming on. You can see there's some other people in the lounge, and there's also a dining room that's being set up as well. Uh, and she also says, oh, th- right this way, ladies. Right this So have you traveled far? It doesn't look like the, uh, the, the road's been hard on you. You look quite delicate and, and fancy. <laughs> Idris's reaction is going to dictate depending on where his hands are being placed. If he's like putting his hand on the small of her back, guiding him in, is he touching her? He's not touching you. He is walking forward and motioning you quickly to stay close. Cool, calm, and collect, just following his orders. We got these fancy dresses from your store. Thank you so much for making beautiful things. <laughs> we hope they please you. Uh, yeah, I have no doubt that you will be pleasing me. And he walks <laughs> past the dining room and opens up a door to the kitchen and says, Here you are. Uh, talk to the main servant there and start serving dinner, please. <laughs> it just so turns back to uh, to uh, Rexnall. Uh, He's across Rexnall. the room. And Rexnall. like fading away across the room, just keeps looking back at him like, Goodbye. And I'm going to do a, a little mini salute. <laughs> I started tuning the bow. (laughs) 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 The two of you ladies are taken in and they're into the kitchen and there are uh, two servants there that are cooking away like crazy. And there is a gentleman there who's got a a long mustache who says, oh, you're my helpers. Come in, come in, get to work immediately. We need, uh, we need, we need bread uh, cut and prepared. And we also need uh, dishes placed in the appropriate manner with the silverware. This is brand new from Angel's own stock. Do not drop it or you will get a beating. It just looks to Xanner, just kind of nudges at him to take the lead on this Xanner's face brightens up. He worked in a tavern for years. If he could roll up his sleeves, (laughs) he would immediately be doing this. Xanner jumps right in immediately, right. right to the bread with the knives, starts doing the plates right over, gets a little confused when he notices how many forks there are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there is more than one. 50-50. I'll do the forks, you do the the drinks. Right, drinks, go! Meanwhile, back outside, in the study, (laughs) there is a, um, what's her name? A Kreesh. She looks around. A Kreesh. Kreesh is her name. Okay. <laughs> he was just hesitating. It's okay. Oh, Kreesh. Kreesh. Okay. K R E E S H with a silent A to begin with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
she uh, immediately starts looking around and doesn't trust what just happened in the kitchen with the two new arrivals. And she immediately goes flying in there quickly to check on these new servants. Her husband passes her. She says something snarky to him. He comes back out uh, to you. And it was Rexnall, right? Rexnor. Rexnor? Yeah. Rexnor. Oh. Uh, Rexnor's your name. He comes out and he says, oh, Rexnor, uh, please uh, come, come, come in. It's, it's, it's uh, so wonderful uh, to, to have you here. And uh, right, why don't you meet you. some of my guests? Uh, this here is uh, Yadrin. Uh, perhaps you know him. And he points to a halfling guy who has got a book out, who's literally writing in it with a quill and ink and kind of looks up at you and nods. Uh, Yadrin, uh, I've heard of you. I have not met you as yet. There are times when our souls are washed up against an ocean, an ocean where there's nothing but pain, pain. pain I see and you're a pain. poet. He is indeed. He's uh, known for his his craftsmanship of words, aren't you, Yadrin? I am known for sharing my sorrow. Yadrin, you are like a thunderstorm over the seas, pensive and dangerous. Make a perception roll, please. Afternoon delights. Eleven. Eleven. You see, he looks at you and starts writing something, but you can't tell what he's writing. Uh, Anchiel pulls you over. Uh, And this is uh, Vanali. And then he kind of looks a little shocked that he just introduced the two of you. And Vanali stands up. This is a woman... A human woman, uh, athletic physique. She's got uh, armor on, a sword at her side, and she stands up and she says, Good evening, I'm Vanali. I'm captain of the Tavernry Guard. I am honored. She holds out to her. She uh, holds out a hand instead for more manly, that wrist on wrist shake. I meet her with the strength of a warrior. She says, what, uh, what is your line of work, sir? Uh, I work in security and transport. Importing and exporting. Both, yes. Your name is Art Vandelay. Um, no, she didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cousin. <laughs> and, uh, how do you know Anchiel? Uh, my, uh, well, my lord does some business with Anchiel, and I, I came here bearing some birthday gifts. And so I've delivered them, and he's invited me in to enjoy some of the celebration. That's that's good. Um, she's kind of, you You brought your, what was the armor situation? I can't remember. You do have your armor, you have it marked up. Mm-hmm. I need you to make a deception roll now as she looks at the heraldry. Actually, I'm gonna make it even worse. What is your deception modifier? It's low. One. One, okay. I'm making the roll for you. Okay. Oh. What are you, a knight? Yeah. She looks at your symbolry, raises an eyebrow, and says, uh, yes, it's it's a pleasure to meet you. And you, before you can get another read off of her, Anchiel pulls you over to another guest mm. um, <laughs> who's enjoying the uh, string quartet. Um, this is the last person of interest. There's a couple other locals that aren't too um, keen on, but this is the last player in our scene. He says, uh, and of course, our, 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 if there could be a guest of honor other than the birthday boy, it would be uh, Nithor, uh, an actual 
member of the Navarian Senate himself. And he shows you this older man uh, who looks very regal in a very fine outfit. And that's where you draw the connections to these heraldry out on the carriage. There is no king in this kingdom any longer. There is a Senate of 44 people back in the city on the coast of Mirskan. And this is one of the 44 decision makers. Human? Yep. Male? Oh, God, yeah. It's very male, human, white. Senator, I'm this male. Okay. Oh, yeah. I am honored to be in your presence. He rises and says, yes, uh, and uh, who might you be, my, my good sir? You look like someone uh, I may have met before. I forget your name. I, I travel in a number of circles. I am Rexnor. That's not familiar to me. How oh. might I know you? Well, I I do importing and exporting. You might have seen me in shops in Navarre. I think I've seen your ads on the bus. Yes. <laughs> I'm that Rexnor. Oh, yes. Of Rexnor and friends. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, this, I don't get out to Tabernary often. Is this, uh... Is this... Nor do I, so... Where's your home? My home is usually... Somewhere. Why are you checking that phone? It's because it's Calavier. That's Calavier. Yes, uh, but further east. Oh, I know the place. Yes, they are great allies to our kingdom. And I would agree that. I think that they are honorable, reputable people who would stand for justice. We would stand behind them as we have before and neither of our nations would ever lie or deceive each other in any way. I would agree to that. And that conversation continues on. Meanwhile, in the dining room, a bazillion plates are just going, <laughs> being thrown out by Xanner in a perfect formation. And he's got it all perfect. The uh, Lady Creech is watching you with a stern eye. And then you just get to the fork section and you start to little panic a little bit and trying to figure out what to do. Make a society roll. With, that's a natural one, so I'm not. Ah, I stab your eyes. That's where it goes. Hero, hero point. Hero point for the fork roll. Fork roll. Oh my goodness, yeah, this is a record. Sweating, sweating of wasted bullets. Hero points sweating ever. bullets. Means everything it's a two. <laughs> oh no. Can, can I well see this used, sir. Oh my God. Xander, uh, so, can Zander. you describe? This is you take over the scene. Yeah, so uh, oh. plates. I've got the plates down and where the cups go, everything's good to go. I see her walking in, ready to go, watching me, looking right at me. And so awesome. I go right to the forks and go, <gasps> you can do this, Xander. You're the gnome, you're the gnome, you're the gnome. And I take two of them and I stick them together. <laughs> A little bow on top of the plate, and I go to the next one. And I take them, stick them together, and another bow on the next plate, and I just look over my shoulder, see if I'm doing it right. Nodding, stick them together on the other plate. Her, she just starts turning red as can be, and she comes over and says in as hushed voice as she can, "What the hell are you doing? I'm making, I'm making it pretty. I, I thought you were supposed to know how to do this. You're absolutely useless." And she pushes you aside and says, you, pointing to Idrisil, fix this. It <laughs> <laughs> just takes his hands out of the sink. He's just, okay, I'm sorry. He just goes over and looks at the forks and is like, 
Okay. Just takes the smaller one, obviously puts it on the far left, takes the slightly bigger one, puts it in, and just lines them up appropriately. Make a society roll. Woodland elf. That's a 19. Jeez! It's a 20 with my society. Idrisil does it. He also nervously looks over his right shoulder, and she says, that is how you do it. And if you are going to be a part of this household for much longer, you have much to learn from this servant from now on, or you will not be here or anywhere. Do I make myself clear? Yes! And she smacks you upside the head. Ow! And then she makes sure no one else saw that. And then she uh, ushers you back into the kitchen, Xanner, and lets Idrisil or Chastity uh, finish the service out front. At this point, who really knows? <laughs> uh, the dinner bell is rung a little ding, 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 ding. And Anchiel says, ooh, it's time for dinner. Uh, g- everyone gather in the, in the dining area. Oh, delightful. What's on the menu? Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not allowed to know until it's served. Oh. And uh, you two, we have our guards who are just inside the door. Anything you're doing in particular, Iggy and Sildren? Looking menacing, standing standing behind uh, uh, behind uh, Brenros. All right. Uh, you are not the only guards there. There is one more guy in the black armor with gold trim the of the Navaran soldiery, and he is standing at the door, um, inside the door. So how many people are actually in this room? Um, uh, about a dozen guests total. Okay. Oh, can I turn to them? And I'm going to be like, place yourselves in good guard spots. Eyes open. Thanks. Now yeah. I'm going to go eat. I'll nod. <laughs> Let's whisper loudly so they only <laughs> Let's make tactical hand gestures. <laughs> um, also, again, you know, exits, windows, things like that. Just kind of scoping them yeah. out. Okay. Um, eyeing up the Navarian guard. So what I'm imagining is you're not running around the place, but you're maybe walking around and poking your heads like as a defensive. Is there any yeah, bad guys exactly, in here yeah. looking into this room? Looking yeah. okay. So you guys, you you're not allowed upstairs, but you quickly start. Where you slowly start to get a picture of the whole downstairs situation and what's yeah. going on there. Yeah, definitely not. You know, trying to be as incognito as possible, like staying out of the way, like you know, good guards should. Um, during high high society meeting type stuff, so you see only the only unusual thing you can see is there's some sort of um, strange uh, bottle game of like dozens and dozens of bottles from a fair thing that they're setting up in the library uh, for later on this evening. Just FYI, mm. <laughs> is what's happening there. Uh, you guys, uh, the guests are brought in, and it looks great. You, um, Sir Brenrose, can see the beautiful chastity disappearing and looking just proud as a peacock of the wonderful service that she has set up. looks great. There's like little napkins that look like geese and all sorts of stuff. It's fantastic. Thank goodness. Uh, Chastity, as you enter the kitchen, what is beautiful and nice and musical outside, and there's even some weird magical scents of flowers that's being arranged outside. As you come into the kitchen, it is freaking chaos. You don't know what happened, but Lace, a.k.a. Xanner, is trying to help the mustache cook who is choking to death right now on the ground going, oh, oh, oh. and Xanner's trying to get this out of his throat. Xanner, make a medicine roll. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's, it's, a, it's an eight. An eight. And Xander, you're just hammering on this lower belly over. <laughs> I think this is working. And over. I think and it's working. And the guy's like, oh. Stay with me, Jim. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, still, is there anything? Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just going to tuck and roll uh, <laughs> push Xander out of the way. Okay. You do an life. unnecessary Kirk roll. Andrew, Andrew, and I here. <laughs> And you're pushing him out? I'm and what are you doing? I'm out of the way, and I'm right. trying to resuscitate the guy. All right, you can make a medicine roll. That is a 22. Jesus Christ, he's just saying it. <laughs> this is a school, and he is taking you to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> taking his daughter to school. Wow. So just sees Xanard thumping this guy in the chest over and over again, and so just jumps in and pushes him out of the way, picks up the guy, and... Invents the Idrisil maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) In this medieval century that we're in. And uh, part of the food goes back into the pot that he was. Oh, great. Uh, He, and it was one of these uh, uh, liver wrapped in bacon with like a toothpick (laughs) through it. And somehow it got in, he was eating it and sampling it. And Xanner startled him from behind with his normal soft demeanor. (laughs) (laughs) Can I help you? <laughs> and and uh, it it went down through, and he's got blood coming out, and he's coughing, and he's in bad shape right now, um, and he's uh, just collapsing in a chair of trying to ca- uh, catch his breath, and he's messed up, and you don't know he- any healing spells, you two, okay. no, okay, yeah. Um. So in comes Kreesh. She strides in. She says, let's go with the app. What, what has happened here? What have you done? <gasps> Jim was about to cook some food and I was going to help him and I was gonna ask him real quick, hey, do you need anything? He got started real startled he inhaled the entire thing in one big gulp. Then he dropped to the ground. He started coughing and breathing. So I was pounding on his chest a whole bunch to get him out there. And I almost saved the whole day. And then it Chastity came in over and she, <laughs> she punched him in the chest. She picked him up to this Chastity belt thing, tossed the food out of his mouth. And now he's sitting here and you just walked in. <laughs> I did all I could. Me too! I tried to save. We need appetizers out there immediately. Just picks up the appetizers <laughs> and heads on out. There's one problem with that. There are no completed appetizers. You need to create <laughs> some sort of appetizer oh, super duper quick. I don't know about you, Chris. It's the great Navarro appetizer <laughs> show. It's like the best episode ever. I just get to sit back and watch, watch this stuff. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. What do you want to do? There's an assortment of foods that you guys are not particularly good at cooking with. What would you like to do? I just rolled an 18. If I use crafting, can I make some? No, I didn't ask for a roll. What do you, what do you want to do? Um. You got to think fast. They need food now. I'm going to take so, the bread out. There is bread that's been cut. I'm going to take it out. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a whole bunch of alcohol lore, and I know that with everything you drink, there's always something that goes with it. There's a snack of some sort, so there would probably be a mixture of meats and or other things like that. I want to roll my lore to make sure that I can find the pairing to go with. You have the alcohol Damn, lore? I All do. right, make an alcohol lore roll. 19. All right, you have found the perfect pairing. <laughs> Out in the dining room, everyone is seated. And Anchiel uh, taps a glass. Ding, 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 ding. Well, it's um, it's absolutely wonderful to have everyone here to celebrate my birthday. One of three birthdays. <laughs> it's going to be so wonderful. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm so sorry, though, about the guards. I had a break-in at my store about a week ago. 
Uh, by one, yes, though that nasty gang that calls himself the Wolves has harassed my store and tried to defame it. So I just wanted some extra protection, and of course we obviously have uh, Nithor and his uh, uh, Navarin soldiers. So grateful to have you uh, here as well. Oh, look, we have spared no expense. I have paid for the best chef in all of Tabernary to cook our food, and here we have our first course, our appetizers. Mm. And he looks and the door opens and out comes the two ladies, Chastity and Lace, with a <laughs> silver tray of misshapenly cut bread and a jar of olives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! And it's kind of just silent as you bring <laughs> out this food. Mmm, I love olives. <laughs> Give me one. Diving in like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what is the setup of the table? Where is the brook? Where is uh, Anshil seated at the head of the table? He's at the head. His wife is sitting next to him on the Are other you? side of uh, her and Anshil mm -hmm. uh, is Nithor. And then um, Rexnor is, he's kind of near at the other end of the table. Not quite at the other head of the table? No. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. As soon as Idrisil sees um, Anshiel, he hunts prey on him. Okay. Just to keep an eye on All right, done. And you hear uh, Sir Brenros, a.k.a. Rexnor, you hear next to you a halfling voice say, and appetizers like a desert of taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and uh, and Shell's like, oh, this is this is the latest trend in minimalistic tavernry cuisine. And Creesh grabs the two of you and quickly ushers you back into the kitchen and closes the door, makes sure it's closed. What the hell kind of appetizers are these? I tried. This is supposed to be the best food. Get to making something fantastic. Get some sort of fowls that were that were being warmed in that oven and uh, pretty it up and make it look nice. I go over to whatever stew he was cooking and take a ladle full and start filling <laughs> bowls with it. Okay. Uh, Xander will go over to whatever the fowl is in the oven or the brick area. Yes. And the fires and, and see what he can find and and uh, jar of olives. Manipulate. All right, so there are a bunch of little birds on spit roasts, and they have to be manually cranked, and they haven't been cranked in a while. They get a little brown on one side. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a again, it's almost like a cooking competition. You're speaking Alton Brown, Alton Brown, like you're thinking <laughs> he's going to be there any second. There's all sorts of ingredients and things, and onions and pickles and creams. They're all over the place. You just don't know where goes which with anything at all. Um, what would you like to do to these poor birds, Xanner? Um, okay, so I'm going to turn them halfway. Okay. Get the other half brown. That makes sense. Brown on both sides. And uh, then there's going to be probably an au jus or a gravy of a sort that probably goes with them. I should make sure that there is some uh, of that ready to go. And very likely uh, a root, maybe. Maybe a potato, maybe a vegetable that would be nearby. I would say one root with the gravy and the, the meat and everyone should be really happy. Make a crafting roll with a minus three for time. Okay, okay. That should be just fine. Minus three. Okay, so I rolled an eight. 
Uh, I add all of my crafting, so that brings it to a six. Okay. Uh, Chastity, you see Xanner is in the zone. You don't dare get in her way at all. And things are flying, flowers going everywhere. There's some sort of quote-unquote stew that's being added or some sort of juice. And Xanner, it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Uh, An unnecessarily long 40 minutes goes by. (laughs) <laughs> and <coughs> Nithor, Senator Nithor says, yes, it's, um, I would say that uh, Navarre's has really th- thrived in the last two decades under the Senate's uh, fair rule, and uh, the economy has, has done well. Uh, our, our relationships with our neighbors, particularly Calavier, he motions to the knight, uh, not the knight, but the dude across the way. Although Fave is still a bit touchy, I know, but I would say the Senate has done well. Oh, what say you, Calavarian? I would agree. And uh, we of Calavier are very impressed and often touched by the work that our Navarian neighbors have put into improving not only their own kingdom, but the relationships with their surrounding kingdoms. I mean, Thavians, am I right? They're just difficult people. There's a whole bunch of racist nods around you. Oh, yeah, a whole bunch. Well, well said, well said, my new friend. You hear next to you, the lies burn my ears evermore. <laughs> Can it, halfling? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a chapter rain Rexnor on it, by the way. <laughs> Out comes the food, the main course. It's taken unnecessarily long. I I just want to point out, you can have it one of three ways. It can be done right, it can be done cheap, and it can be done fast. You only get two of the three. So if we're going to do it right, we're going to do it cheap. It's not going to be fast. I just want to point that out. You're welcome, everyone. Enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy. I'm going to come back in the kitchen. Okay. I've heard waiting increases desire. <laughs> and you place out all these different dishes, Xanner, and there's like like brown goo that's coming out the sides of one. There's like a chicken leg sticking out, and they're covered. They're covered dishes. Uh, there's chicken leg coming out of another. Uh, Chastity, your job is to help reveal them all at the same time. And as you do, they look like strange, weird, misshapen fetuses <laughs> on, on these trays. None of them have the same food on them whatsoever. There's uh, like raw flour on the bottom that had the stew juice poured on top that creates a sludge. Uh, the birds are burnt on two sides <laughs> and then kind of somehow pink on the other two sides. And that's what everyone looks at. And it's deathly silent again as Chastity slowly recedes back into the kitchen. <laughs> it looks like the food from Thousand Islands. <laughs> Nithor says, then, then yes, I've, I love, uh, I love unique food. And he starts diving into the raw section of the chicken. <laughs> salmonella. Hey, salmonella is going to take care of this problem. Hey, salmonella has not been invented yet. <laughs> And he dives in, and Anshiel's like, oh, uh, yes, yes, uh, this is the, the finest cuisine in Tabernary. Enjoy, everyone. And he looks at his wife, and she glares at him, and he looks back down on his meal and starts trying to eat it. 
Can someone scoop me out some brown sludge? <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> you haven't lived until you've tried brown sludge. <laughs> From the Thousand Isles, they're known for their thousand brown Thousand Isles sludges. brown sludge, it's a delicacy. <laughs> It'll grow hair on whatever needs hair. The door burst open into the kitchen. There's an exhausted Xander sitting next to an exhausted <laughs> cook sitting next to a what the hell Idrisil did you just make me serve? The door comes flinging open and it's your favorite hostess, Kreesh. She is there. <laughs> oh my gods, that is the worst food I have ever seen. Really ever seen? Ever? She backhands you with one point of bludgeoning damage, hero. Ow! You will mind your tongue, slave. This is embarrassing beyond embarrassing. Now, I was told you, the cook, if I knew how to do quotes because I don't know how to read, I would be doing them. You, the cook, <laughs> knew how to cook properly. And I was told specifically you knew were a master of desserts with something called a strawberry surprise. This had better be good <laughs> or else. And she pushes Idris Lil out of the way. <laughs> It's my time to shine. <laughs> I was 45 minutes ahead. Like Everything I've learned has brought me to this. In the last 45 minutes, my culinary experience has brought me to this moment. Xander, <laughs> uh, anything in particular? You've got an assortment of... Dessert montage. Strawberry surprise. <laughs> One of the best things that ever goes with strawberries is when it is cured with alcohol. If you guys have never had meat and strawberries, you have not lived. So we're going to do a mead cream with a strawberry topping over it. And we'll probably put some little crumbs on it. If we can with find something to speak to With a drizzle of brown sludge. His eyes are glazed over. He's give, <laughs> pointing and giving directions to different pans and, and certain things that might be in the room or might not. <laughs> as, I, as I just have these little literal visions of sugar plums in my head. Oh, it always looks better in your head, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it perfectly in your mind. Right I know that every strawberry is glazed perfectly. It's got a sugar cut topping right on top, and it sits or so lightly like a little cloud on the cream that it's going to be on top of, which will be all what's around with the mead underneath. You mead, cream, strawberries, icing on top. All right. You tried to recall the cream spell and just realize you don't have that and have to get to work manually. Uh, Idrisil, you doing anything as he starts furiously stirring stuff? Just tell me, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I start looking around at things that are in pots and dishes. Sugar the strawberries and find me some mead. I go to the check for mead. Okay, you are able to find some. Uh, the evening starts to go along and it is another hour before the next course is served. <laughs> Anything unusual? Otherwise, we will move to that course. Guards? No. Rex Snore? Okay. Going about can, our stuff. Can I, the... can I engage the halfling more? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been curious. I mean, I've been listening to you wordsmith. Here. Bothersome, troublesome, but piques my interest. <laughs> right, right. I can't help but feel like that's commentary about me. Uh, 
that's part of why I wanted to talk to you is that uh, I, I'm just kind of curious, like what, like what's the cut of your jib? Like where did you grow up, and what uh, what inspires you to try poetry? Words that fall across his lips with no meaning and a oh, dullness. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drink your mead now. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, Try those words. <laughs> All right. Creech uh, uh, says, everyone, everyone, it is time to uh, head to the library. Uh, we will have our uh, splendid dessert of strawberry surprise prepared, and at the same time, we will play a famous game in Tavernary called a Tingle Toss. Uh, please come, come with me. I love Tingle Toss. <laughs> he licks his lips. I don't know why, but he does. He still has his ear up to the door. <laughs> Zanra, I don't want to have my Tinkle Toss right now. <laughs> Does everybody know the Tinkle Toss song? <laughs> and she motions uh, the whole group to uh, go into the library. And as you do so, Idrisil and Xanar come in with strawberry surprise in a bowl and sometimes a saucer. Uh, it's an emergency plating situation. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out. I need you to make a crafting roll. Uh, what was our minus? Minus three? three. Minus three. We'll just do minus two. You're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly fitting. Okay, so that's a 12 for the roll. So with my crafting bonus and my minus two, that brings it to a nine. No. Okay. Oh, 11. 11. 11. Other, way, other way around. Thank you. <laughs> with an 11, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, we're going to do a, a good news, bad news situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's what chastity says <laughs> as the desserts are brought out. And chastity, the desserts look really good. You were like, like you pulled this off. They look fantastic. They're strawberries, exactly how you described it with the cream and the whole thing. Looks great. Uh, Kreesh looks at hers and she eyes it up and down and she kind of nods approvingly. And then Chastity, you look over at Lace slash Xanner and then you say that same line again. Oh no. As you realize he had to test the mead a little too much to verify if it was good or not. It's so good! <laughs> it's so, hey, hey, eat yourself. Don't drink too much, Lace. Oh, it's fine. Oh dear. Thumbs up. Two of them. Thumbs away. Up. And just looks at the guards and at his master and back to kind of around at everyone, but more at them. Just and like, I'm kind of wondering towards Idrisil at this point, nonchalantly. All right. <laughs> just getting him within like the ability to toss a bow at him. Idrisil just has a tray open one hand. Seeing bad things about to happen. I'm so good at this, you guys. I should make more strawberry surprises. I'm going to go make more strawberry surprises right now. Okay. She gives me her thing. Angel says, I'll, I'll go first. And he grabs a, a, some colored brass rings and starts throwing it onto this little sit, sit, situation of bottles. Dozens and dozens of bottles, just like the fair game, and trying to get the ring on the uh, bottles and throws and throws. Oh, so close. Oh, that one that one doesn't count. Birthday boy, redo. And tingly, tingaloo. 
I tingle for you. <laughs> That's the song. And uh, it's just so uh, walking by Sildren uh, is just like, we need to move quickly. And just walks away. I just shrug. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, speaking of which, um, who, what was preventing us from going upstairs? You said we were not allowed. Just a guard. Right? Yeah, probably some servant that just, uh, as you were heading that direction, just Velvet said, please rope. stay below. But there's no one there right now. There's no one in the main entrance study area except for that soldier guy who's at the door, inside the door. Um, he and he did not care. stop you. He did not stop you. Um, I'm going to motion to Iggy, and I'm going to go upstairs. Okay. I'm going to nod and keep an eye on uh, the two guard, the the uh, senator's guard and the uh, the house guard, and just let him go. Uh, Anchiel hands the rings to you, Rexnor. Mm-hmm. You t- try. Let's see how your your fate turns out. You need to make a dexterity roll, please. No problem. Let's see. It's been a while. We'll see if my hands remember their skill. 18. 18. You are the best of the six people who play the game and you get all three of your rings. The loser is Kreesh. She's out. The winner is you. You don't have to drink this round. The other three in the middle, three or four in the middle, have to take a drink of some heavy malt liquor. Tingly, tingaloo, I tingle for you. And round two begins and more rings start to get tossed. And they enjoy your song and they start singing and singing other songs and it starts breaking out and they're really enjoying this dessert. Uh, Anything unusual going on? Uh, Chastity and Lace inside the kitchen? Your cooking duties are over. Uh, yeah, I go back in there and I just kind of grab Xanner sort of by the, the lapel. I'm like, get yourself together. There's like two more. I almost, uh, I almost, oh, I hit one. But you can have the other, you can have the <laughs> I take it and I put it down and I slap Xanner in the face. You take Ow! another point of bludgeoning damage. Do you remember, do you remember Justo? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember why we're here? No. Zill <laughs> uh, walks him over to the sink and just uh, splashes a little bit of water in his face. Nothing too oh, crazy. Thank you. His mascara starts running. <laughs> You're so pretty. I want to be rubs pretty that, like Rubs you, that, rubs that, dries it out, dries it out. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You're still pretty. You're still pretty. You're, You're worthy of nicer. love. You're accepted. <laughs> now we need to get out there and show them the best damn service they've ever seen before we take them down. Can you do that? Lace, can you do it? Yes. I can do it. Now grab that plate and let's get back out there. Okay. And hey, be careful out there. (laughs) (laughs) Count on you. Uh, another round of Tingle Toss. Can you chuck a die, Rexnor? Yes, we're going to try again. We'll see if my luck continues here. And I don't think so. It's a four. Okay. And you are out of the game entirely. The prize, by the way, was a little uh, crystal trophy stand, and the other four remaining contestants continue on. Unless you want to try to cheat at the game. Hmm. 
I'd rather take the opportunity to turn to Krish. Okay, you turn to her. Her husband is breaking into a song right now. And mm-hmm. what do you say to her? Uh, I'd like to pull her side a little and be like... She comes over. I like sidebars, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are they behaving for you? Boom. Oh. oh. No. <laughs> no, this is... This has been a dreadful experience. Did you eat your chicken? That is your answer. That's what I thought. I, if you don't mind, I'm going to go and discipline them. Please. I will be back in a few minutes. And you walk off and she says, oh, why don't I see how you do this so I know how to do this in the future? (laughs) I'll explain it, but it's better if I go in there alone because they're dreadfully afraid of me. Make a deception roll plus two. I would prefer to go with you. <laughs> That's a natural That's one. A natural one. Can Do I use a hero point? Sure can. That's your last one. Oh, no. One left. Oh, yeah, because you, uh, are given. Oh. What am I? Deception? Deception plus, plus two. Plus two. Oh, uh, then it's 14. But I, I trust in your professionalism. I'll, I'll... Trust me, before I leave, I will give you the whole list. Because you will need it. Uh, Actually, let me say, I hope you won't need it. And that's why I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And you go into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. What are you doing in there? It's just the three of you plus a semi-conscious chef who's puking Mm -hmm. um, and coughing and barely barely alive. (laughs) I'm going to be like, come here. They're just still some, Come for some reason, here. still enslaved. Scoots uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Skins> over. <laughs> Xander's wobbling and covered in flour and gravy and chicken bits. As he gets within arm's reach, I'll pull him closer. Okay. Yeah. You were surprised? Strawberries are surprising. There's the strawberry surprise. Yes, it was very surprise. It was very surprising. Yeah. I'm drinking. I'm a little buzzed, yeah. You put him in the kitchen. What did you expect? I did not put him in the kitchen. The lady put him in the kitchen. Look, right now they are drinking. They're having a good time. Yeah, me too. It's a good day. Shut it. Look, this is the time for you to look around and find a way to get out of this place if we need to. If you need to, Knock him out. I'm pointing at the chef. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, also take advantage of your station and go out and serve a little bit and check out what people have. Keep your ears open. Ask if there's anything you can take away. Oh, I could take things. I could I could take things all along. Jake's taught me to steal some stuff and I could pickpockets. I can I could take anything I want right now. I'm like a ghost. I'm a shadow. I'm a, I'm a little Lisa shadow. I put my hands on his mouth. Look, just keep, keep, keep an eye on lace, chastity. Lacey shadow. Uh, and uh, it, that sounds like an interesting thing to do. So, uh, if you fuck up more, I'm gonna come back and beat you within an inch of your lives. Do you hear me? Did you see? Those goose napkins. Did you see the forks on that table? That table was dressed almost as good as I am. Was that you? That was, you're damn right it was me. I'm impressed. Thank you. Don't fuck up. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I like burst back. All right. <laughs> Sildren, you were looking upstairs. I was. All right. Definitely. There is a billiard room up there. And Lovely. I'm playing billiards. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And uh, there are, uh, there's a couple guest rooms and you're looking around. There is no one else up here. Okay. And then you want to proceed to the third floor? Yeah. Uh, you go up to the third floor. There are more proper bedrooms. You find the uh, lady of the house bedroom, which is different than the man of the house's bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, you find both of their uh, 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 rooms. Uh, nice, exquisite places, great furniture, big canopy beds. Um, uh, hers is very more spartanly uh, furnished. And um, yeah, what are you looking for in particular? There's no crazy stuff here, just right. rich folk stuff. Um, documentation, um, logs, information that might lead to, you know, accounting stuff, uh, business uh, All right. articles that Me might lead us to, you know, um, accomplices and things like that. Okay. Yeah, of the broken slaver specifically. Make two perception rolls, please, as you start rifling through different desk drawers, scroll cases, books, everything. First perception is a 21. Ooh. Second perception check is a 30. A what? 30. I said 13. No, three zero. All right. Jeez. With a 21, you are able to find in there a contract for two shipments of property uh, with a... <laughs> I'm one of those shipments. With a person named Thayhorn, T-H-A-Y-H-O-R-N. Wait, spell that again. T-H-A-Y-H-O-R-N. And also there's a silent A at the start of that. Hmm. A Thayhorn. <laughs> And there's a section on there that has uh, Anchiel's uh, name printed, but there's no signature next to it. And a price of several hundred gold um, for the pair of them. And apparently he's waiting to verify the quality of the product before signing. Okay. And the you got a 30 on the other one? Correct. You're able to find nothing related to this, but you have a small, thin, like, master ledger of his financials of the store, different trading companies he's with, some other store in Mirskan, and you have everything about his mini business empire in your hands. Um, your brief perusal, there's nothing crazy wrong about it, but you have the heart of his business completely in your hand. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> I, actually, <clears throat> how big is this ledger? Uh, it's maybe a, a laptop sized, closed Wait. laptop. Okay. Um, where's the nearest window? It's right there. Um, okay. Uh, Yafane appears. Your bird uh -huh. appears. Uh, and I will hand it to her and tell her to take it someplace uh, for safekeeping for the time being All and right. return. She flies off. It's hard, but she flies off, struggles with the book, but disappears into the night. Okay. Nice. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so that's gone. So there's no evidence on me, um, but it's now, I guess, within my ability to reacquire as yes. necessary. Um, I'm not going to worry about the shipment property thing. I'm going to leave that. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, I guess I'm going to head to the ladies room. 
Is there anything? Was there anything in there? There was nothing in there, but uh, with a, still that 31, the 30 is so huge. <clears throat> there are also plenty of valuables, uh, mm. raw coins. Uh, he has a safe that he just left open, and <laughs> and what's uh, in that safe? There <laughs> are there are some coins. There are some items that look valuable and possibly magical, little potion type things. It's a do you want to click on these red items mm-hmm. <laughs> from Skyrim? Yeah, I know, <laughs> or or not? It's totally up to you. Well, coins have no providence, so um, how much? In coin, is there? How many in coin? Uh, he has, there is, see, 40 gold coins. There are two, let me double check, two potions. Uh, one more time. Yes, two potions. Correction, four potions. And there is a uh, key that is in there as well. Four potions, key, and 40 gold? Yes. Um, okay, I'm gonna tuck the key into my prison pouch. And um, Jesus. <laughs> the four potions and the gold are gonna go into a bag, and then that's gonna go on top of the windowsill, um, hidden away. Uh, like, you know, in like some sort of nook or cranny or something, so it's not readily vis- visible. Okay. Done. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, back out at the library, they have they are just about to wrap up the game of Tingle Toss. Anchiel is finishing a song, and he sings the last line. And they drank heavily from the flagon, and so began the tale of the dragon. People clap, and he's not a great singer. Delightful. Just Won delightful. The, uh, the tingle toss. Uh, there's, it's down between the, uh, uh, the, uh, the what's his name? Ny- Nythor, the politician, mm-hmm. or the Yadrin halfling rider who doesn't give a damn and just keeps throwing the things without even looking and keeps scoring. Uh, unnecessarily. And uh, Anchiel says, uh, you, my my new friend, you say you're from uh, Calivier? Yes, that's that's correct. Uh, do us all a favor and sing us the famous Calivier song about the three-legged hobbits. We would all love to hear that. Sing us a verse from that song. Of course. We need to roll. No. Sing. <laughs> sing, monkey. You need to sing. <laughs> Everyone knows Shecky, the three-legged halfling. Oh, Shecky, why do you wobble so? It's your third leg, but it's not a leg because you're a hoe. Because <laughs> Shecky, he wants to be your friend, and so does his leg until the end. Until we all drink and go to bed, in which case, there's not one, but two with head. <laughs> Yay! They all clap! Filthy. It's a little bit body in ribald. Make a performance roll for the overall... It's the extended uh, version. Yes. <laughs> uh, performance? Yes. It's 14. 14? It's definitely passable for a, a business type guy. Well, well done! Well, well done! Thank That's you. Excellent. Mm. 
and uh, let's uh, let's retire for some drinks. Well, let's bring out some drinks from from our servants. We need we need drinks. Yeah, drinks, drinks, drinks. <laughs> let's get the drinks. Let's get the drinks. Okay. Laces on it. Chastity <laughs> takes the drinks out of Lace's hands and is now carrying eight goblets. Oh, yeah. You just stopped him from doing a one for you, one for me type situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two for you, one, two for me. Woo! Coming down the stairs in the entrance area, Sildren, you arrive back down on the ground floor unless you're taking anything unusual. Nope. Uh, you're I'm taking gonna... the coins you took? Uh, the coins and the potions okay. are sitting up on the windowsill, oh, waiting right. for Yathane to return. And so Yathane's just going to be transferring yeah, back Yeah, she's basically forth. just my, yeah. Right. Yeah. Your mule? Yeah. It's going to be my transportation mule, and I have a key hidden upon my person. Okay. In a secure location. All right. And one more time, the book that she took was which one? The Master Ledger. Not the contract. Where is the contract? Contract remained where Remained where it is. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Um, what would you guys like to do? The evening is about to come to a close. <sighs> Ooh, actually, no, we're going to take the contract. All right. Sorry. Contract is yours. Yeah. Um, Chastity is handing out mead as quickly as she can, keeping Lace at bay as best she can. And I'm also looking for where that key may go. Uh, you may make a perception roll while Lace, you make a... You've made a special drink for the birthday boy because alcohol, you come from a tavern. You have the skill, right? Yes, I did. Alcohol lore? Yeah. You may make an alcohol lore. However, you are sickened too, so you're minus two to Whoa. the roll. Alcohol is awesome. Okay, so minus two would make that a one. Oh my God. Uh, I do have hero points. But you have the alcohol lore. I do have the alcohol lore, so it, it brings it down to uh, an 11, but I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that hero point. Because, come on. This is your thing. You've never made this kind of drink or effort, really. But I can make a drink. Take that, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 17. 17. Uh, can you describe a bit of what this unique lace drink is? This yes, creation? Yes, I can. Because uh, I know that alcohol mixes differently when you add different flavors into it. And you can infuse things into them. So just like I did with a strawberry surprise with the mead, I will take the strong, uh, 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 it's an ale, but it's it's the alcohol version of that. No, what's the one in Tabernacle? What's the special thing? The it, wine? The barley uh, wine? No, it's the- it's Something stallion? Brute stallion. Brute stallion. Why not use something other than the local <laughs> flavor of the brute stallion. We're going to take some brute stallion. That's risky drink. Gonna, That's like the puffer fish of drink. We're infusing it with just a little bit of thyme because I have some thyme with some brute stallion. That's probably going to be a really good earthy flavor, but you're going to want to make some fruit in there. So we're going to take one of those last candied strawberries, toss that right in there. So you have brute stallion infused with thyme and a sweetened strawberry for the birthday child. All right. <laughs> it's uh, in a martini glass. What's it called? <laughs> what's it called? <gasps> I call this the bloody horse. Oh. <laughs> and he will not let Chastity take it out. 
Lace demands that she be the one to bring it out. Absolutely. The kitchen door opens and out into the library, you uh, stroll and Anchiel uh, turns around and says, oh, little one, what have you there? For you, Master Anchiel, my specialty. Oh God. The one that you love the most for one that we love the most. Mm-hmm. I give you the bloody horse. And he takes it, sniffs at it. Moves like the little paper umbrella out of the way and drinks from it. And this is, this is very good. This is wonderful. Well done. And pats you on the head. <laughs> this, is, this is just delightful. Here, everyone, everyone take a sip and passes it around. And a few people say no, but they seem pleased. And um, Sildren, mm-hmm. you said you were looking for something and I asked you to make a perception roll. You did. You want me to tell you what I was looking for? Uh, yes. Um, where that key goes. Key went. Perception roll is a, a total of 20. A total of 20. It goes to a, uh, metal doored, uh, cupboard in a storage area. Uh, I guess an equivalent of their linen closet, if you will, but it's more than linens. There's buckets, um, that don't smell so good at the bottom of them. Uh, and then there's this metal cabinet and it's got a lock on it, and the key fits inside the cabinet. And where is this cabinet? Uh, in the storage uh, room, small okay. little storage room. First, first floor, second floor? Uh, it's on second floor. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, what's in it? Okay, uh, you open it up, and inside, this is where they keep their different little weapons that they may need or any guards that they have. Uh, it seems a little out of place, though, for this family. Uh, and there are uh, three knives, a short sword, and a uh, bow that are in here. <laughs> Looks very greedy over there. <clears throat> Shit. Um. You see this just pissed off, overladen bird just flying back and forth <laughs> with, <laughs> with a Question suit of armor. With <laughs> a new line of work. <laughs> um. Hmm. don't think it would be safe to just snatch this stuff. So I'm going to close it up, leave it there, okay. and keep the key. All right. But wiping out his safe upstairs was a-okay? That's different because I don't have any of those items on me. <laughs> and I'm not going to keep making Yathan like, like, like I've taxed Yathan a enough on, on, on what she's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to keep doing that encumbered. Yeah. So. Word of the day. All right, um, you head back down then. Oh, wait. What? I have the chest. <laughs> you have the the feather uh-huh. token chest. <laughs> yes, I do. I was wondering if that was going to come up when you saw the other keys. Wow. Yes, it does. That's interesting. Um. So, yeah, those items are going in the feather token chest. It's interesting. What is the... Oh. What's the what? Uh, the bow would be the longest thing. Let me just double check the overall bulk of ten, the chest can hold up to ten bulk worth of items. Yeah, let's double check. Weapons, ranged weapons, bulk. Yes, you can fit all of those in there. Yeah. So you take out this uh, 
Feather, you say the magic word, which is what? Um, Nicole McGoth. McCall McGaw? Nicole McGoth. Of course. Which and is Feather Token in um, some form. Navajo. And then the uh, uh, Feather turns into a small chest. You open it up, you put everything in there. You then close the chest and it turns into a key. Mm-hmm. And then you put that key and the chest is gone. Mm-hmm. You put that key into your pocket. Yep. And then the, the other key, I just, um, I'm going to lock the thing back up. I'm going to put the key back where it was. Okay. And um, I'm going to close the, the the safe that he had left open um, that had the items in it that no longer are in it and go back downstairs. All right. Does the feather token key weigh a hell of a lot more now? No, it does not. Okay, just, just check. It does so not. Well. Uh, all right, you put everything away. You get the last key into place, and as you turn around, uh, you hear footsteps approaching on the third story where you're at right now. Um, a loud footsteps on the tiled floor, and a I don't know why he bought those servants. What an absolute nightmare they are. It's just turning into a terrible birthday party. I'm gonna slip out the window and hide around the corner. All right, make a athletics roll, please. Or acrobatics, your choice. I will use acrobatics. Go for it. What a plus one would do for me right now. I'll see. I'm gonna use a hero point, because that mm. was a two. Oh God. Your plus one probably wouldn't you help fall very much. Out the that. window. Yeah, ah. exactly. Instead, I rolled a four, but plus seven, so 11. 11 total. You are out on the ledge holding on tight. You are perched outside the window, hunkered down. There's this little uh, trim, maybe four feet underneath the window, and you're able to balance very delicately on Nothing there. lands on my head. And, <laughs> oh, no, not now. <laughs> and uh, she comes into the room, uh, continues. I just, this is just, I but how do I, how do I sell a slave? Do we even buy these? And she sees the, you hear the safe close and uh, she starts rifling around for some papers. And then I'm going to try to get over to the other window. Okay. And so I can get, go through that and then go back downstairs without her ever knowing. Okay. Make a stealth roll. Sure. What'd you roll? A two. God I'm going to use my final Hero point. Much better. It will be a 24. 24. You are able to scoot around the outside, slip into another window, go quickly and incredibly quiet on this um, little marbleish floor without making any sound at all. These little padded footsteps. Very quickly, your head disappears down the steps at the end of this long hall just as she comes in mm-hmm. to walk down as well. You are downstairs at the very bottom, at the entrance, standing next to uh, Iggy, trying not to breathe heavily as she (laughs) comes down the steps and is none the wiser whatsoever. What did you do? We'll talk later. Bad things. Many bad things. (laughs) Many, many bad things. Don't eat the strawberry surprise. Stay away from the brown sludge. (laughs) (laughs) All the the guests are uh, being ushered out, and the. Uh, I'll ask again who won the tingle toss. And when I can, I'm going to give Rexnor a kind of like a wink and a nod sort of thing, like, like, you know, kind of mission. Okay. All right. 
Uh, it was uh, the halfling writer has the crystal trophy in his hands. And he doesn't seem to really care about it. And the gr- everyone is being emotioned outside and Anchio's just saying, oh, it's so wonderful for you all to have come and uh, thank you for bringing uh, the, the music box and thank you for your wonderful sh- uh, little short story, uh, short story, not little, and uh, thank you for your gifts of Rexnor in particular. Mm. Um, uh, I believe I have something for you if you would wait here for just a moment. Certainly. Yes. Oh shit. And... <laughs> We gotta go. <laughs> and he quickly goes upstairs. He goes up the stairs, gets to the very top, turns around and says, and thank you all again for such a wonderful party. And runs up the stairs as quickly as he can. And Kreesh is there. And I meet Rexnor's eye and give him like a, uh oh, sort of look. Kreesh says, the party is over. Time to leave. And just so looks at them. She's like handing out coats. A wanted look, like, let's... Where's the plan? He's like mouthing to them like, oh. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Toodaloo. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll even say that. I'll come by tomorrow for, for the thing. You're saying to Kreesh? Yeah. Okay. She says, whatever. All right. And you and your two guards leave? as you leave two pathetically desperate people back in like the dining room, cleaning up, like giving you pleading eyes of don't leave us here. And they're not pleading, they're very mad. <laughs> like, can I mouth to them? I don't care. <laughs> I, uh, he, I, uh, I just saw fuck you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Eat your chastest, Lid lacy shave, hey. Hey, Xander tries to touch your face. Hey, <laughs> I got this. And I cast Elemental Toss at Jim, throwing a chunk of stone out of the wall into his face. Oh Jim, who is the dying uh, chef. Yes. To completely take him out. Okay. You're killing the innocent chef. Hey. <laughs> he tried hey, once. Hey, I've got this. It's all gonna be okay. All right, you you touch Idrisil's face reassuringly. It feels a little stubbly, which is a little concerning for you, Idrisil. When magic is blasted out in the kitchen. 21. Loud magic is blasted out in the kitchen and you're blasting him with stone in the face. This poor, barely able to breathe chef. Idrisil moves. For 10 damage. 10 points of damage. You blast him in the face and he drops to the ground with a huge amount of blood pouring out of his face. He is unconscious and possibly mortally wounded, uh, but mission accomplished, good job. Three, two, one. (gasps) And I just start screaming and panicking. And I tug on Idrisil's dress. A black armored with gold trim guard immediately draws his sword and closes in like the secret service around the senator and grabs him and starts moving him towards the door very quickly. And the other guests are kind of panicking and Kreesh immediately comes running through the dining room, knocks over a chair and bursts open the door and sees this horrific mess. What is this? We were attacked! 
and I run past her out the door. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Idrisil finally getting Xander's uh, gist, uh, just turns and like sobbing in his hands, like away from her so she, uh, so that she doesn't see Idrisil's face. All right. But yet she, then, as you go running by, <clears throat> stops you by the throat and says, "Not you." <laughs> Um, okay. What happened here? All right, well, she <laughs> did something fell from the sky. She lets go of your okay, throat. Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> something fell from the ceiling and hit him on the head. With me, he attacked. And he attacked you? I don't know. It sounded like magic. She goes over to check on him. He is gurgling for his life. This from Xanner of the let's convert the slaver to a good guy <laughs> earlier this day. You don't know me. <laughs> what a few drinks you really will do. Drunk, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, Idrisil, uh, chast chast chastity. Uh, chastity is. You're standing uh, by the door that's just going back and forth and back and forth, and she is just going, oh my God, I think that's his tongue. Ah! <laughs> Does uh, can Igno hear that? Uh, you can hear that, and you see Xanner flailingly coming out of through the dining room, <laughs> trips over the chair she knocked over, takes one more point of bludgeoning damage, gets oh. back up, comes running out. He uh, has a little blood on him. You're not sure what from, and there's something crazy going he on in there. He's gonna draw his axe and and uh, race in there. Okay. Not knowing what's going on. All right, you go charging in. The uh, the senator gets dropped, accidentally gets pulled to the ground. His guard picks him back up, kicks open the door. At the top of the stairs is Anchiel coming, returning back, and he's like, what's happened to my party? <laughs> <laughs> this dwarf just goes, shush, 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 disappears underneath him with his ax out. And where are you going, Iggy? Oh, I'm going to go in and see what's going on. And as I see... Uh, you Hold on. You kick open the door hard. Yeah. Chastity take a point of damage as the door slams into you. <laughs> and you are now inside and you see that uh, someone has is just about to have committed murder as there's a guy there who's just... <laughs> he's been smashed in the face and is allergic to liver. So it's been a bad night for him. <laughs> What is going on? And Kreesh is like, oh my God, uh, we, need a, we need a doctor, a surgeon. I'm gonna uh, push her out of the way, like just hip bump her out of the way and uh, tend to uh, the, the cook. I don't, I didn't write down his name. All right. And yeah. uh, I'll, uh, I'll do some battle medicine. All right, make a medicine roll. Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. <sighs> I, uh, that is uh that's a 12. I'm going to, uh, the six I rolled. I'm going to use a hero point. A hero point on the chef. Yeah. Fucking natural one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is some bad medicine. <laughs> you realize. Oh, my God, this is beautiful. Uh, yep. You yep. realize that gauze is a key element. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, you keep doing the stuffing motion uh -huh, to stop the mouth. bleeding into his mouth. And. Oh, is he getting better? Oh, uh, yep. Almost better. Jeez, there's just blood. Oh, no. It's soaking right through. He's what little life, the last bit of energy is pawing at your arms, desperate to save himself. Why, why, of all the slavers, why is he taking the front of I'm going to 
turn to you since we're outside. I'm like, why did he run back in? I don't know. Why did he run back in? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, um, I don't think he's going to make it. I don't, I don't think it's not looking good. <laughs> Whatever hit him. Should he be really twitching does. like that? I, I, do you have a, a white sheet? We could probably just put it over him now. Is that part of the treatment? <laughs> no, he's, he's, he, he's not going to make it. Oh, my God. It. Someone tell me the worst social event of the season. He's the best chef in all of Tabernacle. I won't tell anybody if you don't. She goes running out the back and is just screaming, Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Let's get going, yeah. shall we? And like, um, I mean, Sildren's doing his job where he's protecting um, Rexnor. So he's like, you know, kind of like looking like on guard and kind of, you know, watching around for, you know, protecting uh, Rexnor as the case may be. All right. Hoping to see both Iggy and Idrisil come back out soon. Idrisil, you've been seeing this great doctor <laughs> treatment being delivered. Uh, yes, yeah, so Idrisil backed up just in time for Iggy to bust through the room. Um, now he, while was watching Iggy try to save this guy and failing, he was kind of eyeing uh, Kreesh, uh remembering his dagger, uh, and then it was, is a little too late for her. Uh, yeah, she just ran out. To make screaming. a move, yeah. So uh, Idrisil just runs out uh, into the courtyard or into the main hall with everybody else. <clears throat> okay, uh, you're out there, Iggy. Are you? What are you doing? Uh, I feel like I should I'm put this poor soul out of his uh, misery. Oh, you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got, I got blood all over me, and I'm just kind of like, shrug <laughs> 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 my shoulders. And you suffer. have not gamed at all this whole night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You show off your one moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, fuck it all up. <laughs> and I saunter back out. Okay. <laughs> well, I think our business here is done. Let's, uh, <laughs> Let's head back to headquarters. And, uh, <laughs> Inglorious bird struck again. <laughs> and you guys head outstairs. There is one of those wagons. The nice wagon is just torn off out the gate and is racing down the street. Uh, you still hear off in the distance a screaming creesh. You guys walk out. Uh, you get a nod from your guard at the gate, uh, Sildren. Give him a big thumbs up. Uh, Party was a great success. You guys head out. You're outside the courtyard. You hang right way down at the end of the street. You can just barely see a flailing gnome girl covered in blood screaming. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you better get that one. <laughs> you guys rush over and are able to grab Xanner and you leave the party in chaos and we will stop there for tonight. Oh my God. Sir Brenrose Aldermain sought out the heroes for help in bringing down slavers. With their own violent past with these slavers, the group was all too eager to help. Dresses, music, wealthy guests, fine dining, deception, thievery, and outright murder. What more could you ask for in a birthday party? If you've got the time, check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. We've got a bunch of bonus content for you there, and we're always appreciative of the support. Thank you to Chris, Seth, Alistair, Jeremy, and our special guest star, Brad Fortier. If you're in the Portland, Oregon area, check out Brad's live improv show, Advanced Minions and Mazes. It's live improv meets fantasy role-playing the last Sunday of every month at Kickstand Comedy. Check out kickstandcomedy.org. 
What will the heroes do with the stolen information and loot from the party? And how in the world are they going to deal with murdering the poor chef at the very party attended by the captain of the town guard? Until next time.